Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what what's new? What are you doing, Epe? Ah, uh, what's new, J Dubs? Just hanging out. Welcome to the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Live on a Monday night. It is hour one. It is time for you to come on in and be somebody. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041. If you have a singular wireless phone, that's how you be somebody in the hideout. Pick up the phone, dial those numbers. Uh, J-Dubs joining us tonight, as usual, executive producer Chunks Corolla, Tommy Bateman, our director. Luncheon. Now, do you think uh, Chunks will actually join us tonight? Probably not. He'll probably mope in the back. Ah. Um, Ghost Rider, Matt Albert, C-Lane, the unpaid producer, screens your phone calls. Luncheon. And also to uh, intern Pillow Pants, formerly known as Napier. We are all here to hang out with you. Please do joining us. Uh, join us this evening. Um, also, too, we invite you to check out the website, realradio.fm, mm-hmm. and uh, the two uh, message boards where you can discuss this show, hideoutheretics.net. And fullblownaids.com. I am the new, newest member to fullblownaids.com. i got to get on there. Yeah. Gotta, Sign up. i got to hurry up. I may, I'm probably going to do that during the next commercial break. Um, all right, J-Dubs, Monday. Man, oh, man, so much to talk about this evening. I, I don't even know where to begin. Um, a, a couple things that I want to, well, here, we have a major announcement, mm-hmm. a major announcement that we've been, um, alluding to. Yeah, we've been holding on to it for a while now, but we can actually go out and say it tonight. Dancing around, I believe we're going to have a special guest at 8 o'clock to announce this, and it is something big involving the show. Something fun for the heretics. Yeah, absolutely. I say, uh, good family fun here in Orlando. Yeah. Finally. Brought to you by The Hideout. Also, too, Dubs, um, Hideout Varsity stunt discussion. Mm-hmm. We need to decide because you, myself, and C-Lane lost Hideout Varsity, lost to the unmotivated Friday night during the open door, Tommy Bateman, Matt Albert, and Pillow Pants. Yeah, we did the World Series of Shock Culture, where we did uh, the a little spinoff of the show, World Series of Pop Culture, where we answer questions of pop culture. Instead, this time, there was electricity involved, and... Hideout Varsity Lost. If you go to the um, images and media on hideoutheretics.net, you can see a photo of the badass electric chair mm-hmm. that intern Pillow Pants created. And it is very cool. There's even a little flash, like, flip book of a couple of the boys getting shocked. Nice. It's very, I don't know, did you see it yet? On, uh... I haven't looked at it yet. I'll go look at it right now. All right, hideoutheretics.net. But you got to see what this uh, electric chair looked like. If you didn't make it in to the uh, live uh, to the um, open door on Friday night, so we got to decide that. Oh, are we going to do open door this week on Thursday? Don't know yet. Okay, we'll figure that out too. Because we have a live broadcast Friday at Universal. Yes, Universal all day long. We'll be out there, and uh, not all day, but all night long. We'll be out there broadcasting live. 
right, Debs, there's so much that I want to get to. That's just some of the stuff. Um, oh, yeah, two words for you. Wedding imaging. What? Uh, over the weekend, I spent time producing, quote-unquote, you know those neat little liners and promos that you hear when you listen to real radio? Yeah. A buddy of ours, we're in his wedding, Lefty. Mm-hmm. We he, worked with him in radio for a while. He made me produce one of those for us, uh, for him. For what? His wedding. What do you mean? It is someone announcing the wedding party to music. When will this be played? At the wedding. Huh. When at the wedding? When we're all being announced. Oh, God. I have it. I'm going to play it for you. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, you asked me to send you a song. Is that what yes? You, don't don't say what the song was. I'm not was. going to. I, are you kidding? That's what I was working on. Can I tell Dubs in his headphones? No, don't ruin it for him. <laughs> Cringe. Do not. Is ruin it bad? It. Can I get a genre? No. <laughs> I'll tell. So you, this I'll, will be played. Let me get this right. So there's imaging that will be played while we're walking. A production element. So we're gonna be walking down uh, to the altar. Like, uh, paired off with other people, and this production element will be played while we're walking down. Yes. God. You have no idea. Why? You have no idea. You just wait. I, I re-listen to it. You will punch out, meaning you will take off your headphones because you won't be able to listen to it after five seconds. But it is classic. Why would anybody do that? I don't know. We'll get them on the air. I'm telling you, uh, that is worth the price of admission alone tonight in the hideout. I'm telling you, it's going to be... Whose idea is It's his. He was so excited. I talked to him before the show. I asked him if he liked the work that I did. Here's his quote. I love it. It's amazing. <laughs> Can we play it now? No. Let's wait till 9, because that's when we have him. That's when we can call him. You're going to have to wait for two hours. You're going to hell. Why? Me? No, Hefe. Because well, you know what song I picked. You picked the song. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, hold on. Well, I'll talk about it again, but I'll tell you what song he wanted. Final Countdown. Oh, well, this is a step up. <laughs> I'm telling you. Hold on. He wants... This is a church he knows, right? And This it, isn't I, a basketball I, is court. Is it at a church or is it a hotel? <laughs> There's no reason for the final countdown to be played at any wedding. I'll say this. It's ironic you say basketball court, because you'll never guess who the announcer is. George Blaha? I'm not going to tell you. You will be shocked. And I got a special little thing, too, involving you, J-Dubs, that we'll have on the show forever. Yeah, this is what he wanted to come out to. The groom, groom, groom. Oh, you wait. <laughs> there is. Let's get ready to marry. Ben Wallace. <laughs> Why? Have you heard it? <laughs> You're kidding. No. Oh, no. So stay tuned for that. That's going to be a lot of. I had to beep out the uh, names or parts of the names of the people. Oh, that's cringe. <laughs> I feel sick right now. Why? I'm not kidding. What make? Why? 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 I thought Lefty was cool. <laughs> yeah. Turns out he's not. He's a douche. <laughs> it seems it. And that's no joke. But first of all, J Dubs, I would like to start the show 
um, with a little bit of audio that I have been looking forward to, like, playing uh, for the last 36, 72 hours. I say 36, 48 hours. I found it over the weekend. This one's for you, buddy. This is a special request going out to J-Doves tonight in the hideout. Um, maybe some of you have heard the story or heard about it, mm-hmm. or even if you've gone online, you've seen a little bit of it. But this is the audio story of a family fighting with their neighbors over a sign that's in the front yard. Okay. You're watching the number one KSL 5 Eyewitness News at 10. Oh, I'm not taking the sign down. Last night was the first night of peace we've gotten a long A cardboard sign hanging in a tree directed at a boy with developmental disabilities, and the boy's mother isn't happy. This sign now that we feel is very discriminating towards my son. The cardboard sign is hanging in a tree in the central Utah town of Nephi. And it's also being denounced tonight by the advocates for the disabled. Sam Penrod has the story. Deanie and Keith, the boy's family noticed the sign pointed at their home on Wednesday night, and tonight it is still there. That's despite our visit to the neighbors who put it up. And advocates for the disabled are outraged, calling it insensitive and in the same category as a racial slur. You're a good guy. <laughs> yeah, I am a good guy. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Is that their dog? That's the uh, that's Gilbert Graves' mom <laughs> talking to her son, trying to keep him from climbing the tower. So, all right, what does the son have? I'm gonna assume some sort of severe, uh, some sort of severe autism, because okay. it didn't look like it was Downs by any stretch of the imagination. I, you know what? Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm going to break now, because if we don't break early, we won't break until it's time to take two breaks. That's fine. So let's take a break and come back. Hold on a second. You're a good guy. <laughs> yeah, I am a good guy. Yes, you are. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. That'll wet your palate just enough, J-Dubs. Oh. It's a hideout, real radio, 104.1. Oh. All right, welcome back to the hideout, real radio, 104.1. Stay tuned for that wedding promo. RoadRadio.fm, hideoutheretics.net, fullblownage.com. Um, all right, Dubs, this is some audio I wanted to play for you all weekend long. All right. And I knew you'd be excited about it. Again, to, well, to set it, well, actually, they're going to go right into it in the story. All right, so here you go. You're a good guy. <laughs> yeah, I am a good guy. Yes, you are. This is 13-year-old Colton Heaton, who is developmentally delayed. His mother says he is more like a 3-year-old. He looks normal, but once you start talking to him, you can see that he has these these problems and that he is just a loving little guy. He thinks we're all just a great big family. But now this cardboard is hanging in their neighbor's tree, spray-painted with the words, Caution, Retards in Area. <laughs> And I already have it isolated. That is a drop that you will be hearing in the hideout uh, forever. Words, caution, retards in area. His mother says it's fortunate Colton can't read the words. All right, now let me me set it up for you, okay? I, I don't know. I think they're in Utah or something. And what's going on is the developmentally challenged kid... Um, Gilbert Grape, or was that Johnny Depp's character? 
Uh, Gil- Gilbert Grape was Giant Depp's character. Okay, well then it's the other one. It's yeah. his retard brother. So across the street are a couple of rednecks. Mm-hmm. I mean, legit rednecks with cars in their front yard. And it is a cardboard sign, a huge one, spray painted in red lettering, caution, retards in area. Now, was there any pictures with it, like a uh, retard chasing a butterfly across the street just to warn people that <laughs> you could hit one and it would do more damage to your car than his forehead? I don't know why it was there. To be honest with you, Arnie. Where's Arnie? That's what it is, Arnie. Thank Stiff you. Stiff fingers. Thank you, EJ from the U. All right, Dubs. His mother says it's fortunate Colton can't read the words. And as we were filming the sign, we could see the neighbors who words caution retards in area. It should say it, wet floor because he's just drooling everywhere. All right. Have a little. This wasn't for you to complete. <laughs> this is why, though. Very rarely, uh, I just knew you'd love this story, J-Dubs. Caution. Retards in area. His mother says it's fortunate Colton can't read the words. And as we were filming the sign, we could see the neighbors who put it up were outside. So we approached them for their side of the story. Why don't they do something, you know, more reasonable, like uh, tie cans to his tail, like it's like it's Annie. <laughs> They're just warning people he's running around. Why did you put that sign up? I've been harassed for six months. My daughter's been assaulted. By who? By the young boy. Arnie. We got pictures and everything, and they would not press charges because he is handicapped. The neighbor claims Colton threw a rock at his young daughter, and other neighbors told us they have frequently found Colton wandering onto their property. Still, the Disability Law Center says using offensive words is the wrong way to handle a difficult situation. People with disabilities. The way to handle it is to chain it up to the radiator. Just Stop. <laughs> All right, now, you know what? Uh, well, I don't even have my, in- my instant replay. Rubber hose time. That's what I call it. <laughs> It's a hideout, Row Radio 104.1. Again, this is a news story. I think it's out of Utah of uh, a sign hung in a neighborhood that says, Caution, retards an area, but it's from a pissed-off neighbor. If they really want to get to him, mess up his bowl cut, and he'll, he'll go berserk. <laughs> Jesus, bro. No heart today, huh? No, we're saying, I, I, got your, I got your nose. I got your nose. He'll go crazy. I don't know what the hell's going on. Man. People with disabilities are probably the last group for whom we continue to use language that is hurtful and offensive. I don't think so. Uh, I don't think anybody continues to mock no, the mentally uh, challenged. Who would do that? A bunch hmm. of animals. Right. No, they are. <laughs> Instead of being someone who's mentally retarded, you are a person with a developmental disability. And that means that really what we're valuing is the person. When I was growing up, stuff people always use that word in front of me and stuff, they always called me retarded. So, <laughs> All right, this is a guy who speaks on behalf of a local organization who happens to be challenged. When I was growing up, stuff people always used that word in front of me and stuff, they always called me retarded. Someone who knows how hurtful that word can be is Tom Brownlee, who today is an advocate for those with disabilities. I hate that word. It was very offensive. And I didn't. I just want them to see that people with disabilities deserve the respect that they are entitled to. Both Brownlee and Nelson are hoping. Just by hearing them, I can tell you has those little raptor teeth, (laughs) spoon teeth, (laughs) little shovels. (laughs) 
the hell? Christ almighty. <laughs> Both Brownlee and Nelson are hoping the community will stand up against any behavior that lessens the role of people with disabilities in society. Regardless of a cognitive disability that I may have, I'm a person. And people do not deserve to have signs pointed at them, making fun of them, scaring them, harassing them. Leave the radio shows. We contacted Nephi Police. They are working with the Juab County attorney who told me tonight he finds it distasteful and derogatory and is researching what legal options may be available since the neighbors still refuse to take the sign down. And the Disability Law Center is planning to meet with local officials to offer sensitivity training there in Nephi. That's too bad. Thanks, right, Sam. Thanks, Sam. So there you go, J-Dubs. I know how to make this thing. I'll go away. Mm. Candy bar. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell does that mean? Geico, listen to the 407. What's up? Gentlemen, hey, buddy. the crazy guy was back out Saturday night throwing bottles at old ladies, <laughs> only this time he has a bow and arrow. <laughs> if you remember this last week, uh, he said a crazy guy was out uh, in Ultimate Springs with a, what, was it a chainsaw? He had a saw and a hammer. You're and lying, he's also dude. thrown beer bottles at a blind woman in our neighborhood who goes for twice daily walks. I hold on. I think we need to go put some up in that neighborhood. Caution. Retards in area. This guy may be retarded, and the, the solution here may be a winner-take-all challenge match. Two retards <laughs> enter, one leaves. Caution. Retards in area. All right. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. I say they tie up their hands and feet, and they can only use their mouths. One will drown the other one. In front of me. They're tadpole mouths. <laughs> all right, already. It's enough. Seems a little unfair. And I think somewhere in the story, Dubs, they did bring up that they thought it was... I don't know, that using the word retard mm. equates to using... The N-bomb or... Like a racial slur. Yeah. I don't think so, because mentally retarded was an actual medical term for a while. Yeah, but so was colored and Negro, and I mean, those were terms that were quote-unquote used for people back then, officially on documents and stuff. That doesn't necessarily mean it's right. No, what it is, it's slang for something shorter that was medical. What was the medical term? Retarded. Retardation? Yeah. Um... Caution. Retards in area. Ken in the 407. What's up, Ken? Yeah, bro. Uh, I've been listening to y'all for a minute now, and uh, it's really funny, but something weird crossed my mind. Is there a such thing as a gay retard, and how would he sound with a lisp? Uh, I wonder if you could do the voice for me. <laughs> All right. Actually, that's Dubs. Yeah. Um, Basically, right for there. the most part. That's my, ho- that's my co-host. You got it right there, my friend. Congratulations. Brett in the 727. What's up, Brett? Hey, how's it going, guys? I was going to say, if you really wanted to piss him off, just take away the kid's helmet. See, that's not fair, because then you're putting him in harm's way. Yeah, and then you just, uh, you know. Then you know better than the rest. Hide the Velcro on his shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Put, put tape over one end so it won't stay. <laughs> just sit there forever trying to stick it. What's wrong? I mean, seriously, what? do you feel better about yourself? Yes. I'm you, not retarded. I'm telling you, you're that guy across the street with the sign. Caution. <laughs> Retards in area. That's you. Wild Hawk in the 407. Uh, you can make fun of retards all you want. Why? Because they're retard. They don't know how to write letters. 
And uh, now here's the thing. But they can draw you a very mean picture. No, right. <laughs> and their but their parents, mm, their parents do. And that's what you remember when our buddy Shafee up in Michigan said something. And this is in Lansing, Michigan. And you had people from all over the nation writing letters to him. I, I felt bad because I wrote him that joke too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shocker. <laughs> You insensitive towards the... And then uh, after that break, I'm like, hey, we probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Dude, that was wrong. Ilan says, oh my God, best drop ever. Caution, retards in area. The hideout is staking claim to that one now, by mm-hmm. the way. Just so you know. I don't know why. I don't know if any other show's running out to uh, make sure that they've got that one, but we, we, we like to say that's ours. Trevor in the 321. Uh... Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Dude, I'm telling you, man. So you don't think it equates at all? No. When do you think it stops? As far as when there is someone who is, you know, mentally challenged. Mm-hmm. When do you stop poking fun? When you're in front of them? When you're in front of their family? I know you stop. I know you have a point at which you don't do your little chili bowl haircut jokes. There has to be a way. I mean, there has to be a time at which you're saying, you know what? This is probably too much. Yeah, I think it's around the parents. Would you stop around the person? Uh, no, you wouldn't. They don't even lie. Yeah, you won't. I, I would make them more subtle. Like how? Tell me how you would tell a subtle retard joke around well, a I, special I, person. I would just make him say things that may, would make me laugh, you know, because it's like parrot. You know, you just say something and... All right, they're more than that. They're more oh, than yeah, that. they are. They're more than parrots, but I'm a retard. <laughs> See, that's the thing. That's what I worry about right there. That kind of retard. stuff going on. You know, when I, uh, when I stop... Hmm. When they stop squeezing puppies so hard, it, it breaks their ribs. <laughs> Remember the time Dub said that retard, say that tongue twister, and it sounded like this? The, uh... Coyote, coyote, coyote. Yeah, coyote, like, ugly gig. Oh, yeah. Caution. Retards in area. Pinchy in the 440. What's up, Pinchy? Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey, buddy. Yeah, hey, I thought they were calling them tardy just because they were late all the time. <laughs> <laughs> huh. All right, is there a better way to, like, distract or, like, as if he's throwing rocks at your kid? Because mm-hmm. that's the reason they say that he assaulted, you know, that's the reason they put the sign up, because he assaulted their child by throwing a rock. Isn't there a better way? to uh, handle this when it comes to the special needs kid? Well, I I don't know if they exhausted every other means, but I'm sure that they would have went over and told the parents first and said, hey, your kid's throwing rocks. I don't know. You didn't get a chance to see the video, Uh but it's Gilbert Grape's mom. So there's not much she's able to do. Well, then I don't see a problem with this. Let me tell you. Let me pull on. Let me play the beginning again real fast. Just because it is so it's so what's eating Gilbert Grape when the mom is sitting there loving on the kid. The cardboard sign is hanging in a tree in the central Utah town of Ne. Deanie and Keith, the boys' family noticed the sign pointed at their home on Wednesday night, and tonight it is still there. That's despite our visit to the neighbors who put it up. And advocates for the disabled are outraged, calling it insensitive and in the same category as a racial slur. 
You're a good guy. <laughs> yeah, I am a good guy. Yes, you are. This is 13-year-old Colt. You're a good guy. <laughs> yeah, I am a good guy. Yes, you are. It is, <laughs> it is so what's eating Gilbert Grape. It's crazy. How are we supposed to take anything seriously after that's how she treats the kid? I she, is she petting him? Because that's what it sounds like. She has a sound. Yeah, good guy. <laughs> yeah, I am a good guy. Yes, you. Are right, you want me to bring up the video? Is yes. That private pile or Kane talking? <laughs> Jason in the four hundred seven. What's up, Jason? Hey, what's up? I've been listening to the station all morning long. I listen to it all week, and this is the funniest I've laughed all day long. And I've been looking for a laugh. That's why I listen to the station. This is the most I've laughed all day. Thank, Thank you. you appreciate, appreciate it. Don't forget the hideout. Another satisfied customer, J Dubs. Right here in the hideout. You're welcome. We'll take a break. Tell you what, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Mm-hmm. Don't pretend like it's not funny. This is why I say don't be ashamed to entertain listening to the hideout. You're a good guy. <laughs> yeah, I am a good guy. Yes, you are. Caution. Retards in area. It's the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Caution. Retards in area. I can't wait to see Celine naked. Caution. <laughs> Retards in area. How is that related? Back in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1, hour one. 407 star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. Did you get a chance to watch the video, J-Dubs? It's, I'm trying. It's not working over here. Oh man. It's on the front page of Drudge, if you want to see it. I think along the left-handed side. Um, when I was there, I think they took it off the front page. You have to go into the archives. Uh, I know it's also on FARC. I think in yesterday, uh, FARC.com, that's on yesterday's side. Let's go to uh, Jim in 352. What's up, Jim? Uh, is it me? Yeah, it's you, buddy. All right. Hey, uh, me and my mom used to work at a factory when we lived in Maryland. Mm-hmm. And this one guy asked for a ride home because it was about 30 miles you know, away, you know. And he said his cars broke down. So we're driving him home, and we're going through his neighborhood, and we see this good-looking woman. I mean, fine. Pushing this kid around in the stroller. He's about nine years old, and he'd eat the wheels off of it if he could reach them. <laughs> it's see, totally... I, you know, that's, <laughs> that's a good way of describing it. Um, now, here's the thing. Whenever you're around someone, Dub, let's say it's one of the mm-hmm. hottest chicks on Earth. Yeah. Let's say it is... And let's be honest, okay? Let's not pretend. Let's say it's Angelina Jolie. Mm-hmm. But she adopted a special needs kid. Yeah. Could you still date her? Date her, yes. Live with her and marry her, no. How long would you stay with her then? Um, Until it got serious. So basically you would bang her? Yeah. And like I would go out with her and everything. And actually it would be kind of nice at first because you'd get your own time because she couldn't leave him alone all the time and everything. So you would uh, you know, say, hey, uh, well, I understand. Yeah, well, someone to take care of there. Right. It would work out for a while there. But then it would get to a very uncomfortably uh, tense point. Have you ever been in that situation maybe where you've talked some inappropriately, like basically like you guys have been doing for the last 30 minutes about special needs people? Yeah. And then you say it around the wrong person, like maybe they have a brother or a son or something. Oh, without a doubt. Like, how do you get out of that? How do you say, oh, man, I, was, I didn't really mean it? Or do you have to say, hey, I just, Come on, you know, I'm just kidding. You know it's funny. Lucky you with all that entertainment. Yeah, you got, you got to live in entertainment. Caution. Retards in area. You want to hear the story one more time? 
Sure, hold on. Sea Lane has something over there. Actually, the guy that just called in was telling him about the kid in the in the stroller. Uh-huh. Uh, he said that he made a comment about it to the guy he was taking home, and uh, that ended up being his wife. Shut oh, up. Oh, yeah. call back and tell the rest of that well, story. Well, he didn't have to. Now we already heard it. I'd like to hear it come out of his mouth. Oh, my God. Could you See, that's what I'm talking about. What do you do then? I Yeah, come call back, and I want to hear how you got out of it. Yeah. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. How uncomfortable? How do you do that? You don't. There's nothing you can say. You just stare at your feet and like, hey, I mean, I, I, I guess I can. All I can say is I'm sorry, man. What? I'm giving you a ride. <laughs> Point and laugh and say I'm glad I'm not you. Fine. We don't. I don't. Come on. I don't have to give you gas money now. But you don't have to give me. Oh boy. I didn't, ooh. That's. I know you've done it though. Or say, my, I, I thought my kid was dumb. <laughs> or ask why he didn't ride her home. <laughs> Jeez. I'm starting a petting zoo. Can your kid go? I need a llama. What the hell? <laughs> I think that might be over the line. Yeah, I don't think you'd actually say that. I don't think, yeah. You, you wouldn't have the cones. Yes, you would. You don't care. You're a good guy. Uh, yeah, I am a good guy. Yes, you are. Jim and the 352, you're back in the hideout. Hey, man, didn't mean to cut you off, because where you left was bad enough. Retell the story really quickly. Yeah, um, this guy needed a ride home, you know. We were like 30 miles away, you know. We lived over the next, you know, we worked over the next county. Yeah. And I was, I, we were bringing him home because, you know, I knew him from work, but I didn't, I wasn't friends. And I seen this hot woman, man, pushing this severely retarded kid down the street. And I just looked over at my mom because she was driving. It was her week to drive. And I said, Mom, that's a shame. She said, what? I said, that is a beautiful woman, and her life is saddled for the rest of her life because that kid is a vegetable. And I'm like, God, man, why don't they just put them in a home and go on with their life? And to come to find out, it was the guy we were riding home's wife. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. Let me ask you, what did he say to you? He didn't say nothing. I just looked at him, man, and I, I felt. Did like he say, "Hey, that's my chick"? No, he didn't say nothing, man. He just kind of, kind of gave me them like sad, like beagle eyes, and I just like. When did you eventually find out that that was his wife? After he got out of the car, my mom said, "Oh, by the way, that was his wife." No, <laughs> so, like, she knew the whole time. You could have said something to me. Right, exactly. All right, dude. Thank, thank you. you. Uh oh, I think we got someone. Right, I think we upset someone. Uh-huh. Bob in the four hundred seven. Bob. Yeah. Go ahead. Did you tell J-Dub God's going to punish him if he ever has a child? Oh, retarded. Oh, dude. He, oh, I already he, know that. I've, wait a minute. Uh, yeah. He won't think it's so funny and all that stuff. He has one. I completely agree. I've said this for the longest time. Bob, I'm on your side. This is El Jefe speaking. Yeah, I, I, but you don't think about it. These kids can't help how they were born. I completely agree, and that's well, why he, I make fun. He, I tell Dubs. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Karma. Here's the thing. I'm like a rat. Any deformities to my uh, kids, I eat it. Stop. See, now you're being a shock jock. Eat the face first. Now you're being a shock jock. Caution. Retards in area. I've told Bob, Bob, I have told him that exact same thing so many times. I, your chick refuses to have a kid with you. I, I think because of the fact that you were probably... Well, here's uh, here's something that should have been eaten. Uh, Captain Spaulding. Hi. Hey, Caution. <laughs> Retards in area. How's it going? Hey, do you know why life insurance for smokers should be cheaper? Why? 
It's more certain you'll die if you smoke. Caution. Retards in area. Right, True. Dubs, thank Captain Spaulding, but I want people to tell a story. I want you to tell a story really quickly. As okay. much as I'd like to chat with the captain. What's up? Remember at WJFK when we all went out when we all went out to eat at a buffet. You, me, our program director, our promotions director Tammy, who was pregnant at the time. Yeah. Okay. Tell this story really quick. All right, we're all out to eat, and uh, this this lady Tammy, she was our promotions director, and uh, she was busting my balls over something, you know, just kind of making fun of me. And she what was she, ma- no, what she was doing is she was making fun of the way that you speak. Yeah. And what she said. Garbled. I'm getting to that. What she said is, uh, um, my voice caters to retards. <laughs> That's so true. So I. Returned to her, mind you, that she's pregnant, very pregnant at this point. I said, "Oh, my voice cares the retard's huh? Well, uh, your your kid will love it then." <laughs> Basically saying she's uh, baking a retard in the oven right now. And she got so pissed. What? She didn't get really pissed. She just got quiet and very. Um... No, she got pissed. She didn't yell and scream, but she definitely got mad. Yeah. Because you essentially said this is going to be her in the future. You're a good guy. <laughs> yeah, I am a good guy. Yes, you are. And it was so uncomfortable for the rest of the uh, the, the lunch and the ride home. Because we had all ridden over it. We all went to Old Country Buffet at Fairfax. <laughs> yeah, together. And I like your voice caters to retards. <laughs> That's perfect because your kid will love it. <laughs> Who says that to a pregnant lady? <laughs> Look at you just proud. You're not ashamed in, no. in the least. She was being a bitch. I had to smack her down somehow. <sighs> it was a good one. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Monday night hour, uh, wrap it up hour one. Yeah. It's Real Radio 104.1. Dubs, there's so much to get to tonight. <laughs> I just knew you would love that, um, that story, though. Oh, it was perfect. Caution. Retards in area. Special guest on the phone, Jado. Yes. Sorry to leave him on hold. Dirty Jim over in the cigar lounge tonight. What's up? What Jimmy? up, boys? How are you, buddy? I'm doing great, man. How y'all doing? Uh, fantastic. I see you're at the cigar lounge uh, in Longwood. I, Little fa- Monday night, boys out. You know how we do it. All right. So we went out there after an open door one night because the uh, the owner came up to hang out, handed yep. out some cigars. And a pimp. Uh, dude, he it is the most it is one of the greatest setups ever. They've got the like. Uh, stadium seating, recliners with a big plasma hooked up to uh, Direct TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I even saw that you, Dirty Jim, had your own little uh, locker in the humidor, right? You gotta have a cigar locker. You gotta do it Rockstar style, you know. Come Damn, on, man. Dude, look I mean, at the way this guy's living. You know what I have in there? Pineapple juice. Ah, makes sense. <laughs> and weed, of course. Oh. Uh, don't say anything. Yeah, that's where the stash is. The cigar lounge. <laughs> big, huge knot of big black hash right there. And it just says dubs carved into it. Oh, Perfect. Yeah, we always uh, want to know where the seller is, where you get the good stuff. <laughs> he stamps his own product. Probably that'd be my thing. Uh, so what are you doing? Uh, just hanging out, smoking cigars? No, not out. You know how we do it? Actually, looking through the window, the front window, and you, you know, you're talking about how comfortable it is. Two or three big, huge leather recliners. Big high-back chairs. Everybody's piled up drinking Stella Artois. Are you guys familiar? No. Um, what is that? Is it is it similar little, to Mad Dog? I'm sorry. It's a little different than a Mad Dog. Oh. Fine import beer. Matter of fact, tonight they have like a $16 for five buckets. You know, the uh, the, the the you know you just get a bucket of uh, all imports. A great little taster for $16. It's a pretty good deal. You know, of course they have like 200 selections of cigars. It, it's really cool. Everybody's just piled up in here having a cigar and 
Just talking, man. It's in uh, it's in Longwood. Little known fact, uh, trivia about the Cigar Lounge, J-Dubs. There's a dollar bill with my autograph uh, oh, up on the there? wall over there. Look at you. Oh, God. Yep, that's... Uh, now, now I've got to put a five up. See? Damn it. Next time I go back, it's going to have to be a ten. Ha! Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just have money on the wall. Just got shut down take that money and leave. We'll never exactly. take it All right, we'll go see our buddy. Uh, Dirty Jim, boys' night out. Uh, right now, Cigar Lounge. It's kind of... It's at 165 Wakiva Springs Road. It's right off of uh, 434, like kind of behind uh, the little complex back there. In yeah, Longwood. you know, the, it's actually a pretty big intersection. The corner of Wakiva and 434, there's an Albertson there. Behind that is a little thing called the Springs Plaza, and you can't miss it. There's a little construction going on, but don't be afraid. We have the Royal Radio banners up, and, of course, he's got a nice big sign up there, and you'll see everybody out on the patio having a nice cigar, and you can't miss it. Boys, I can't thank you enough. Oh, of course. We'll talk to you, buddy. Right, we'll be out here till nine. We'll see you then. Thanks. That is really uh Heretic Zeppelin turned us on to the place. Yeah, he the, loves that place. Brought the owner in for I think they went there after the open door on Friday. Mm-hmm. And uh owner brought us a whole bunch of cigars and we went over there and had some drinks. It was a really, really cool time. The guy's yeah. a big the guy's a big fan of the show, so go support the business. And go hang out with Dirty Jim. Um so Dub's coming up in a second. We got our own big announcement, huh? Uh-huh. Next break, I think we're going to bring him in and announce uh, what what kind of fun we're bringing to the heretics. Um, yeah, this is... Uh, you and I have been part of some crazy promotions in our time. Mm-hmm. One of the best ones was at a strip club in Lansing, Michigan called DG's. Yeah, Dream Girls. Every Tuesday night, I still remember RJ. Uh, oh, God. Yeah, it's a little bald guy. I don't know if he was crooked or not, but whatever. I'm sure he was. Uh, he's a good dude, though. Just in case you know somebody. Mm-hmm. And he actually was. But uh, what we would do every Tuesday night is oil wrestling. So it was at a strip club, and it was oil wrestling in this big kiddie pool. Mm-hmm. And it was a blast. Although yeah. I did it every Tuesday night for about three months. Yeah, and it got kind of old after a while, like going every week doing that. The best part was every week there'd be a new surprise. One week a, a girl broke her leg. With you bone actually coming out. Yeah, she uh, slipped and broke her leg, oil wrestling. And they just moved her on out and uh, kept on going with the wrestling. The best was uh, our uh, one of our head salespeople there, who uh, had the DG's account, was out there and uh, with the owner. And the owner was taking the girls in for which ones are going to be wrestling, pairing them up and everything. This behemoth came into there and said that she wanted to wrestle. 300 pounds easy. Yeah. And the rest of the girls are probably tops 130, 140. And they were hot little chicks. Yeah, usually pretty good chicks. You know, Of course, uh, it is amateurs, so you're going to get some uh, bad-looking ones, but it comes with the territory. This one was just a beast. And she came in and wanted to jump in on this oil wrestling. <laughs> the owner looked at her and said, I'm trying to sell a sexual fantasy here, and you ain't it. Get out. <laughs> It was that simple. That's exactly what he said. And the uh, the uh, the whole family, like it was her and her boyfriend, they were both white trash, and they're just yelling, we're going to sue you, you can't discriminate against me because I'm fat, I should be able to uh, oil wrestle just like the skinny girls. <laughs> Alright, here's the funny thing, and I'm not going to lie to you, he did that a couple of times. I bet. Just whenever, because the fat girls would get the idea of... I'm just going to sit on them. Right, and they'd go in there... And it's like, no, I'm trying to have a run a business here. We're trying to have some fun. And you're actually ruining the night. Leave. Please, now. I don't want any of your stinking money in here. 
Exactly. Oh, that was so much fun. And the d- displacement of the oil when you wrestle just be severe. Dude, I remember I would have to sleep at the station because mm-hmm. I did mornings at that point. I would just go back to the station and sleep after the uh, after the gig, and I was so covered in baby oil. Mm-hmm. And but part of the fun thing is whenever the girls would get into the uh, little pool. You, they had super soakers with the baby oil, yeah, and, and you, you got to shoot them. Yeah, we'd pick a couple of guys out of the crowd, and they'd get to shoot them while they're, uh, you know, wrestling, so they get even more oiled up. Exactly. Oh, man, that was a... But they, whoever shot ended up with oil all over themselves, too. Now, let me tell you something. That obviously sounds like a fantastic time. Mm. And it was. This is going to be better. Yeah. Much, much better. It has the potential to be. I don't see how it's going to be a letdown at there's, all. There's no way. Because I guarantee it involves something that is better than chicks wrestling. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the plain and pure fact of entertainment, like what's great to me, what's fun to me, you know, this is it. I think so. It's not quite. Caution, retards in area. But I tell you what, it's damn close. I can't wait to see Celine naked. So we'll take a break. <laughs> Has nothing to do with it. Still don't know how that's related. We'll come back. You guys are uh, missing the point then. Uh, I don't know what the point is either. <laughs> and we'll make the big announcement, J-Dubs. Think, Vince, think Matt Damon. <laughs> Hillary Swank. Think about... I can't wait to see Celine naked. <laughs> um, also, too, J-Dubs, some of the other stuff we have to talk about. we got to decide on what stunt. We're going to do because we lost the... Uh, I can't wait to see Celine naked. Because we lost the World Series of Shot Culture. I'm yes. on heretics.net right now checking out the uh, photos of the uh, the night, the open door. Mm-hmm. Also, later on, we have, uh, and I'm very excited about this, uh, the uh, the 1950s um, educational video. That's right. Which one are we going with tonight? Tonight will be Boys Beware. All right, give me a little teaser. What is that? Boys Beware is about being abducted. As a kid, and uh, how to stay away from that. And uh, oh, so this will be a, basically a PSA. It is a PSA, but it, it's odd to see the mindset of the 1950s. Oh. And you get a little bit more of an understanding for how older people think after uh, listening to this. All right, let's take a break. Come back. Don't forget right now though, at the Cigar Lounge, uh, Wakiva Springs Road, and uh, 434 in Longwood. Dirty Jim out for Boys Night Out till nine. They got all those cigars, the imported microbrew uh, beers, all that kind of fun stuff, and some wine as well. We'll take a break, come back, more of your phone calls and the big announcement next. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Back in the Hideout Real Radio 104.1, kicking off hour two on a Monday night. 407-916-1041, star-1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. Uh, J-Dubs. Very excited. Big announcement. We've been sitting on this one for a couple of weeks, just waiting to make the announcement. Mm-hmm. Mainly because of, uh, well, who we're dealing with as far as the salesperson goes. Yeah. It is our favorite, but he caught. <laughs> he has turned around just to give me a nice big smile as I sit in the booth. Um, J-Dubs, want to remind people about RealRadio.fm. Hideoutheretics.net and fullblownage.com. Mm-hmm. Go check those out for the hideout. Uh, uh, what do I want to begin, J-Dubs? There's so much that I want to tell. I want to well, introduce our friends, but I also want to tell a little backstory too. Let's introduce our salesman real right. quick. Time for an update from the scariest son of a bitch, son of a bitch. that works in the third floor, Wild Bill from Sales. 
Wild Bill is sitting in the hideout right now. Uh, making his second in-studio appearance, probably his hundredth. I guess he's already called twice during the 7 o'clock hour just to laugh and say he was going to be up here. <laughs> How you doing, Wild Bill? Because I wanted to make sure you knew that. We knew. Well, we know. Oh, I wasn't sure you did. Oh, boy. <laughs> Hold on a second. I think we actually have some production for this, J-Dubs. This specific... Uh... Announcement? Yeah. Well, no. Just... Uh, what? Play Wild Bill's open again? Time for an update from the scariest son of a bitch bitch. that works in the third floor, Wild Bill from Sale. Caution, retards in area. Uh, Wait a second. (laughs) I don't think that's correct, guys. Uh, That cannot be it. All right, Wild Bill is in here. Um, Wild Bill, you said you wanted to be here. You wanted to make the announcement. What do we got going on, buddy? Well, the announcement is so big that I didn't want to come up here by myself. I didn't want to call. We were kind of kicking it around thinking, what's the best way to announce the biggest thing that has happened on this show? Because it's the biggest thing. In a sense, the smallest. Actually, it's the smallest thing. Smallest, biggest thing. That's right, but the biggest thing. And what is it? Chris, why don't you go ahead? Uh, (laughs) Joining us, Chris Gotti and Jimbo. Uh, from Sun on the Beach. That is right, in Old Town. In Old Town. Here's what we got. Now, he said it's the biggest event. I say smallest event. We have Extreme Midget Wrestling. Yes! Coming to Old Town yes, at sir. Sun on the Beach, August 7th. What Staple is it? guns to the head, oh, pizza cutters, <laughs> everything you can imagine. These guys beat the crap out of each other. Okay. All right, Midget Wrestling, hardcore, no, no, though. No, 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 no. Extreme, extreme midget wrestling. midget wrestling. And let me mention, this is the first ever midget steel cage match, and it's being filmed live for pay-per-view. Yes! That's right. 30 million oh, households across the U.S. and Canada. That's Wait, a fact. Th- this is going to be pay-per-view? It's, yes, it's being filmed live for pay-per-view. So is it just like a three-foot fence so you're using <laughs> the cage? Yeah, I, actually, I, I said the same thing. I wonder why they needed all three ropes, because they only come across. This is that's that top two. But they do, in fact, use a uh, regular-size uh, wrestling ring, and they're going to be using the full steel cage match that you see. It's amazing. You guys are going to be shocked. Okay, okay it's not just pay-per-view. Side. It's awesome. All right. <laughs> <laughs> What's that, Wild Bill? <laughs> Caution, retards in area. Wait a second. You know, that damn, that Boothrin's not locked. Uh, That's right. 407 916 Cage match can start tonight. A triple eight nine seven eight one zero four. Hey, I'm not messing with you. All right, let's first of all congratulate Wild Bill for bringing this to the hideout. And also, too, thank you to uh, Sun on the Beach for having us out there. But I also thought, what better way to celebrate the coming of the midgets? And when I say the coming of the midgets, maybe I should say the welcoming of the midgets. Yeah, because what I brought here is midget porn for everybody in the house. Oh, wonderful. Ten hours of midget madness for everyone in the house. Midget porn from the fine folks at Porno King DVD. Oh, yes, sir. Let me look. Oh, wonderful. Bring bring me mine in the booth. Ten hours. Is is that a midget? Yes. That's a midget. Bridget the midget. I I have this one. Jimbo, Chris Gotti, uh, Wild Bill, um, Sun on the Beach, Extreme Midget Wrestling with the hideout. It's going to be in a steel cage, or in other words, the cage for mousetrap. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's live for pay-per-view Monday, August 7th. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Ooh, Midget Madness. Yep, 10 hours. Rare two-disc set. Christ almighty. All righty. Hey, this is odd, but here, hold on. Uh, 
I think what? he's going to give you guys some presents. You got some presents in there, J-Dubs? Oh, well, I'll put this with my other midget porn that I have. Oh, wow. <laughs> that I'm rolling with. Oh. That, actually, that, that actually happens to be left over from Friday uh, when one of our heretics brought up some midget porn. All right. So, so I have 14 hours in whole of midget porn. You know, I actually happen to run a porno distribution company, and I am not kidding you. The 10 hours I just gave you are the finest, the best midget porn you will find anywhere. That's a bold statement, my friend. Um, all right, so tell us about Sun on the Beach. Uh, what, what's going on out there, like, first of all, and then, while Bill, why don't you bring in the specifics about what the hideout's going to be doing? But right. first, what, tell us about Sun on the Beach. Sun on the Beach is a massive, we started out as a nightclub, and we've now become into a venue. We had a couple of acts out before Vanilla Ice was out last month, which was absolutely Wonderful. insane. Great nice. time for that. And we did have the midget wrestling for the first time last month. How did it go over then? It was amazing. We had about 600 people in the building. And uh, Puppet, who is, uh, they call him Puppet the Psycho Dwarf, he and I, um, we were talking about how insane it would be to actually get a steel cage match. And he said, you know, I've been thinking about this for years. And the guy who put, the get to put together the, uh, the ring overheard us talking and said, let's make it happen the next time. I can get you guys a steel cage match. And sure enough, here we are. He made the call in the pay-per-view. They were more than excited about it. And now we got it going into 30 million homes. Wow. All right, this is maybe the coolest thing ever. Now, what exactly do the extreme midgets do during their cage match, Jimbo? They do everything, man. I mean, these guys, what they do is, I mean, it, it's just insane. Um, uh, staple guns, they, they, they staple dollar bills and $20 bills to their tongues, to their heads, to their oh. limbs. Uh, they, they smash each other with uh, beer bottles. Pizza cutters. <laughs> Pizza cutters, uh, thumbtacks. There's, there's. Well, actually, we're having this huge thing with the thumbtacks. We're gonna have this cage, uh, this, this huge basket above the cage, and at a certain point, we're gonna release over two thousand thumbtacks. The thumbtack death match. That's right. it. <laughs> death match. That's gonna be insane. Not real worried and about TB or any of that kind of stuff. Doesn't really matter, huh? No, it doesn't we're matter. We're going all out, bro. Um, while Bill, what, what will the hideout be doing with uh, Sun on the Beach and all in this extreme? Midget wrestling. Wild open. Use your imagination. But no, the specifics are like, are we broadcasting live? Uh, or? The whole show's going to be live from beginning to end. Wonderful. You're going to be on the main stage right there in front of the big steel cage watching the whole thing from beginning to end. All right, Dubs, here's, what, be I, awesome. here's what I like about this. Mm-hmm. Um... I guess we can do play-by-play. Like this will be the chance for you and I to do some play-by-play yeah. for extreme midget wrestling. It's also going to be live on pay-per-view. Hideout Varsity owes a stunt. Mm-hmm. Now here's what's kind of scary. We did a World Series of Shock Culture last Friday. Dubs, myself, and our phone screener C Lane. We all lost, so we owe a stunt to the show. I think that stunt should be done on Monday, August seventh, at Sun on the Beach. Uh, Kind of as a primer for the uh, extreme midget wrestling. I'm down with that. I think down for the crowd out there. Now, here's the problem with that, though. we got to bring it correct. These guys are doing it for real, so we can't pick some more stunts. Will one of the midgets uh, take part in this? I believe they can. And let me tell you something. The midgets actually told us to welcome any ideas for weapons to be used during the show. <laughs> From staple guns to thumbtacks, whatever you can I, whatever you can think of. Fake I actually think that we should incorporate those into this, what you're talking about. I think if a midget can take a staple gun to the tongue, there's no reason that you bastards can't. What about well, I, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, maybe not to the tongue because you have to talk the rest of the night, but yeah. uh, I, I'll take a staple gun anywhere else. you know, I'll, uh, Or maybe a barbed wire baseball bat. Oh, oh. what? Whoa. That's a pretty good idea. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
That's our stunt? Each of us a whack? <laughs> yeah. Whoa, hey, Have Edison. a midget hit us like in the uh, small of the back with a barbed wire baseball bat. What's wrong with you, man? No, you have to hide it, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, no, <laughs> that's not happening. Oh, my God. All right, so um, right, this is fantastic, then. Uh, I assume drinks are served. We're going to get all kinds of drinks. We have a full liquor bar. We are going to have uh, half-pint specials. Uh, I figure that is definitely suitable for the night. Perfect. Half-pint specials throughout the night. Uh, tons of liquor specials throughout the entire night. Everything you can imagine. Um, there's going to be tons of girls, and uh, the girls and the interaction with the midgets is uh, absolutely amazing. Now, let me ask you about that. By the way, Sun on the Beach, that is going to go down Monday, August 7th, live for pay-per-view, the Hideout Live broadcast, uh, Extreme Midget Wrestling, first ever midget uh, cage match. Absolutely. Well, that's um, not the complete story. Russ Rollins and Dirty Jim from the Monsters in the Morning are going to be there, too. Fantastic. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Right, so that's a lot of fun, guys. All right, that's going to be awesome. All right, let me ask you about this. Um, the women, are they midgets, too? Are they are they ring girls? I mean, what what is the uh, the women, or is it just beautiful women that come out to watch this stuff? We're actually going to be having two contests. Uh, one of the contests, we're going to be picking a girl to be ringside, to be the ring girl, and this is going to be going out to 30 million homes. So, uh, you hot you want- girls out there, if you got a MySpace, you want to send us a photo. Okay. And uh, we're going to be picking the girls for that, and we're also going to be doing the contest for the weapons, the best weapons that are picked we're going to be using for the night. All right. Well, That's right. We have a list. All right. What, what's the list? <laughs> I don't know. Wow, Should Bill. we go down the whole list, guys? Yeah, what the hell? It's, okay. <laughs> the whole list. you got to sit back. I hope you're ready Bill. for this. All right. Hold on. Give Wild Bill his open since he's got the list. This is Wild Bill from Sales. And the guys from Sun on the Beach. Time for an update from the scariest son of a bitch <laughs> that works on the third floor. Wild Bill Thanks, from Jeff. Sales. Uh, whatever you do, just a little uh, reminder, because I did this earlier, do not misspell midget. Okay. How do you, they don't I, like that. How did you I spell did. It? I, thought it was M- I, no, I thought it was M-I-D-G-I-T. Midget. Mm. It's midget. Yes. M-I-D-G-E-T. It's just midget. A, it doesn't look like it sounds. <laughs> it is French. Anyway, that's just a little uh, All right, so what's safety the li- tip. What's the list? What, Bill? Christ <laughs> almighty. Staple guns. Uh-huh. All right. These guys, and they actually attack every place you can imagine with these staple guns. So staple guns tops the list. Pizza cutters. I, what do you do with the, like, running across the head? No Are idea. you I kidding? can't explain. Guys, I watched one of the midgets grab a beer bottle out of somebody's hand as they were drinking it. Grab the bottle, drink the beer right in front of them, <laughs> smash the bottle, and then stab another midget in the back with it. I am not kidding. That's, that's and it was real. Time, I watched him break that's a real a beer time. bottle. Where do you find these guys at? I mean, like, how, uh, we've been looking for midgets, I don't know, our whole radio career. Yeah, you have so to I'm find talking others. to the porn guy. I mean, I find midgets everywhere I go. You find the I, one that stabs each other. Uh, yeah. What it, the that, that was a bit hard. That was a bit of a harder task to find the ones that actually stab each other and do the staple guns. <laughs> right. And I'll tell you what happened. Really, if you want to know the truth, there's no magic to it. The planet's... All lined up perfectly. All right. Very good. That's it. It brought brought us together, and for God's sakes, here we are. We're embarking on this great adventure. (laughs) It's the first of many. All right, hold on a second. Now, before we get any further on, because I'm so excited about this, so those of you just now tuning in, The Hideout will be broadcasting live Monday, August 7th, along with uh, Russ and Dirty Jim from the Monsters out at Sun on the Beach for a pay-per-view first ever extreme midget wrestling in a cage match. Now, I want Chunks to talk about 
the what? the meeting that you had with Wild Bill. Jesus. Also, if you have any uh, ideas for what the midgets can do, uh, 407-916-1041, eight 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 I also did bring in liquor. So every single time one of us said the word midget, uh, for not you guys because you can't drink, but Jimbo and I, because uh, we do like to have a good time. We figured, you know, you guys can't drink on the air, but that doesn't hold us back. So if All you right. don't mind, we'd like to bring in... Um, some liquor, and every single time somebody says midget, we are going to put ourselves through uh, just a little bit of punishment. Okay. If you don't mind. Wow. Midget, don't mind. All right, tell you what, let's take a break. Let's come back with the boys from I, Sun on the Beach, and I want Chunks to tell the story about the meaning. I have to finish the list, too. Okay. Wild Bill, we'll do that after. Stop okay. staring at me, dude. I, you know, <laughs> wigging me out, man. You know how Hefe is. I'm sitting like across from you. You know, the damn cage match could start tonight. It's a hideout, Roll Radio 104.1. <laughs> Back in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Let's start with uh, Patrick real quick in 321. Uh, well, first of all, let's reset what's going on, J-Dubs. Hold on for two seconds, Patrick. Uh, big announcement just made. Chris Gotti and Jimbo from uh, Sun on the Beach. The hideout will be broadcasting live Monday, August 7th for Extreme Midget Wrestling, the first ever. Midget Cage Match going to be filmed live for pay-per-view. Uh, that is Monday, August 7th. More details are coming. Dirty Jim and Russ Rollins from the Monsters going to be there with us. And now, Patrick. What do you got, Patrick? All right, man. I got an idea. I got two ideas for them fighting, for the midgets fighting. Okay. Uh, we're, all, oh, that's, we're taking ideas for what the midgets can use. I got a pen. As far pen. as, um, like, items in the in the fighting, they use things like staple guns and pizza, pizza cutters, cutters, beer bottles. What are your ideas, Patrick? I think they should do American gladiator-style fighting on stilts. All right. Well, then that takes away <laughs> the whole purpose of them being midgets. But it makes it funny because they're on stilts. <laughs> right, yeah, there is nothing funnier than midgets on stilts. Here's the interesting thing: our intern trying to be something they aren't. Our intern normal. pillow pants actually has access to that kind of stuff, so that's yeah. not out of the realm of possibility. What was your uh, other idea? Uh, second idea was to contact that kid from Utah <laughs> and have him fight a retard. <laughs> right, like six of them. That's 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 a great callback. Caution: retards in area. Midgets versus tards. Uh, him and Arnie. Uh, just right there in the cage match. <laughs> all right, so Wild Bill, first of all, before you get back to the list of stuff uh, mm-hmm. that they're going to use, Chunks, tell the story about the sales meeting or promo meeting that you had involving this thing over at Sun on the Beach with uh, with Wild Bill. Christ. Well, I'm sitting in the office getting something together, and I get a page. It goes everywhere, mind you, both floors. Everyone can hear it. Chunks. I disagree. <laughs> Chunks, are you there? Chunks, I have to talk with you. This is Wild Bill okay. in sales. And, and this is going out everywhere. Our bosses can hear it. Our big boss. Can't, anyone could hear this. Nutty Page. So I go, Christ, I'm picking up the thing. Yes, come up here. Come up here. What do you want? So he comes up, and he brings another young lady. I think she works here. She was very beautiful, though. She was hot. Yes. Yes, sir. I forgot C-Lane was there. And for some reason, Jimmy D also popped into the office, as well as Gomer, who was in the back doing some kind of test or something. All right. So they come in, and they're standing there. He goes, Chunks, we got to talk about this idea. And he's pointing. He's holding his hands out, pointing both fingers at me. 
Well, all right, fine, cool. I don't even need to tell it, I guess. Dude, how are you and I going for the same thing? Do you want to speed it up a little bit, pretend like you're on the radio? Can I tell a good story? Run? If you don't want it good, then I'll just run through it. Well, try to speak uh, with excitement the way Chris Gotti does. He comes in with this nutty talking. He goes, hey, I got this great thing, midget wrestling. Uh, he just did say midgets, so yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, I forgot the, the first one. I got the, he the, just did say midgets. Here goes the first one. The boys on Son of the, uh, the Sun on the Beach are going to uh, be doing Jaeger shots for <laughs> and every and Wild Bill. <laughs> <laughs> no, Wild Bill is not. Wink, wink. He's just hanging out. Next one, sir. Having Red Bulls. He's talking about these midgets like the dogs. Be nice. Here's the second shot. He talks about uh, these uh, things like they're dogs. <laughs> you know? And he's going in here and he goes, these things stab each other and they fight to the death. And I'm just sitting here. He's being serious. So I, I start losing. I go, dude, you're kidding me. He goes, to the death. They will stab each other with beer bottles. We own them. All right, cool. I'll go in the back now. That's fine if you want. Just hit the drop. All right, and that's what he did. He did a bunch of nutty stuff, and that's it. Yeah, he did. He started laughing about Iraq. It was... <laughs> yeah, see? You see? He did randomly go. Yeah, he goes, no laughing about Iraq. He goes, chunks. Middle East right now. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> and this is Wild, Wild Bill from Cells during a meeting. All right, so Hideout, Row Radio 104.1. There's your story. I'll leave now. Uh, I did not say that. All right, now, Wild Bill, why don't you give us some of the other items that the... Um, Guys will be uh, You can say midgets. They actually prefer yeah, they midgets. Get and they you get call them midgets. I was midgets. trying not to uh, have you drink too much. Yeah, I didn't want you to do your third oh, Jaeger I just shot. said midgets like three times. Okay, no, that only counts as one. Yeah, Everything's okay, in midgets. reverse. I didn't Front want... to back, uh, upside down, Wild inside Bill, calm down. Wild Bill, hold on. <laughs> I didn't Stop staring at me, dude. He's been right. staring at me the whole time. It's wigging me out. He's giving me this weird glare like he does all the time, and he just starts laughing like this. He was doing it at the promo meeting. The other day, you come I, out I here, stick his ass it. in the in the in the box. But, what? <laughs> dude, this is my day. This is, this is all right. Um, Wild Bill, give us a, a list of what the midgets will be fighting with in the extreme cage match. I think I lost my place. Can I start from the beginning? Sure. Beautiful. Because you never know who just tuned in. Stay <laughs> See, that wasn't funny, for God's sake. Staple guns. Pizza cutters. Thumb tack death match. <laughs> He's doing the pointing fingers. You notice that? That's his self. Oh, Jesus. Uh, broken beer bottles. Yes. The real thing, not the breakaway uh, sugar glass. Folding chairs. Garbage cans. <laughs> well, hey, it's music. Keep that, going. That, that's it, dude. All right. <laughs> that's the list. Smack Daddy the 407. What do you got, Smack Daddy? Hey, I got a really good one. This, I'll tell you what, this will get the crowd going. What is it? 75,000 volt stun gun match. Stun gun match. That's great. That is a good idea. Would Puppet be up for that? (laughs) Um, I do think, honestly, if you've seen what these guys have done before, I think they would be up for that. So put that one down. Can you call him? Shut it down. I'll call him. All right, Chris Ghani from uh, Sun on the Beach. Uh, 
Puppet. What's Puppet's story? Puppet the Psycho Dwarf uh, started Midget Wrestling. <laughs> All right. Uh, a couple of years ago, man, and they had protesters at every show, and he realized that, hey, you know what? We can make some really good money doing this. And uh, instead of just normal wrestling, they started to incorporate blood into the uh, matches. And when I say blood, guys, I'm not kidding you. Uh, it's I actually got a staple gun to the arm because I didn't believe that it was real. <laughs> they staple gunned a dollar bill to my arm. Extremely <clears throat> deep, blood everywhere. These guys really do beat the crap out of each These other. These midgets have fangs. <laughs> I repeat, for God's sake, they have fangs. They bite each other in the head. All right, so while Bill Stitches cannot even show up what happens. <laughs> See what I mean? He talks about them like dogs. In the office, he goes, we own these things. They are ours. We can do what we want to them. Wild Park in the 407. Uh, yeah, I have a couple suggestions. Um... Bowie knives, shiny stars, and an old-fashioned pirate gun. <laughs> uh, if they want to step up to it, there's Wild uh, Hawk's suggestion. Lightsabers. All right. Lightsabers. <laughs> he's writing it down. Uh, he is. He's writing them all down just to see what we can you throw bet out your there. Ass. I'm writing them down, chunks. <laughs> Look you at me, ass. dude. BJP in the 407. Oh, <laughs> uh, Brian J. Peppers, who lives under my bed. <laughs> What's up, Brian Peppers? I don't want to fight a midget under your bed. Because it does. And then he's going to eat your ankles. Uh, <laughs> all right, thank you, Brian Peppers. Oh, boy. Tony in the 863. Go ahead, Tony. Hey, how you guys doing? All right, buddy. Why don't you uh, make a ladder match? Get maybe about a three- or four-foot ladder. You know, you don't want them to get up too high now. Step stool match. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's what we got. what he did. Now, they actually, guys, they asked us if we had an eight-foot ladder. Whoa. And we only had a 12-foot ladder to use. Oh. They actually, you know, and they said, I, I suppose we could use this. But then we propped the 12-foot ladder on top of a 4-foot stage. So it was 16 feet in the air. And 16 feet in the air. 16, wait, can I do that with the finger? 16 feet in the air. They had their announcer, <laughs> who is about uh, 6'3". So 6'3 over these midgets who, what, what are they? 20 something inches tall. Mm, I don't know how tall they are. They're very small. They're very small. Like G.I. Um, Joe's. Right. Jumps off the top of a 16 foot jump and just tramples on top of the midgets. Breaks through an entire merchandise table. And I asked them, do we need to prop the table? No prop. Nothing. Broke through a, an entire wooden, solid table right onto our hard, hardwood dance floor. Smacked down. The guy had a bruise from his ankle up to his shoulder the next day. I'm not kidding you. It was insane. Wow. So that was a foot long yeah. bruise. <laughs> but I got I to tell you the truth, though, man. Arabs. What? Just listen to me. Right. I swear to God, okay? I mean, the. the <laughs> <laughs> Don't stare at me. Just listen to this. Hold All on, right? Wild this Bill. is true. Wild I'm, just, Bill, hold I'm on. just trying to be level. Trying to be honest with you guys. Scary son of a bitch. <laughs> Muslim. <laughs> third floor. <laughs> Muslim, <laughs> Muslim terrorists what? say no to the midget. What? They are, they are not allowed <laughs> to join they? their team. I swear to God. I saw a thing I'm hearing about it. This is real. This is real. It's real. Hold on. Calm down there, Wild Bill. <laughs> I told you he's crazy. Crazy. I love him. Bog Swamp Matt in the 407. Yeah, I got an idea for the midget fight. What's, What's that? Those uh, bamboo practice swords. Those things hurt like hell, man. All right, bamboo swords actually could be a good one. Write that, that one down, Wild that Bill. Down. And uh, you had another idea, right, too, Bog Swamp? Oh, uh, he, he just jumped off. He said this, Matt Albert, stand up. I'd love to see this at one point. <laughs> Those midgets against Matt Albert are 6'5", 500-pound, 21-year-old black man. Or how about this? Matt Albert is a ladder. And they had to climb on top of him. All right, that could be a lot of fun, too.
Um, I'd like to see Matt just throw one from the ring. Again, Monday, August... side onto another one. Monday, August 7th, Sun on the Beach, uh, Dirty Jim, Russ Rollins going to be there with us. Live broadcast is... Uh, this will be taped for, per, uh, for a pay-per-view... The first ever midget cage match. He did say midget again. Here goes the other shot. These boys are drinking Jaeger um, every time the word is uttered. You what, Chunks? You you see how Bill, with his eccentric style, is going off, and you've heard all the crazy things they do. Mm. Now, when you first hear this in an office setting with people sitting around you, you get kind of nervous, and he's kind of loony as it is, so I'm going, dude, aren't these guys, I mean... Don't they get hurt? He goes, don't worry about the midgets. They bounce. They are resilient. They are made for this. To the death. And then Jimmy D goes, hey, can we put some Velcro on them and throw them against the wall? And then Bill gets this serious look. He gives him the death glare. He's got this cup of coffee that he's holding that he's spilling all over him. He looks over the brim of the cup at Jimmy D and goes, they're people. You can't do that to them. They have feelings. <laughs> Sky, Captain Skyhawk. Yeah, yeah, we, we, should, we should make you the midget wrangler. Um, I'm what not do you fight with them though? What no, do you, you, you can wrangle them up. You know, <laughs> wrangle them up. Keep, keep I do. Hold on, hold on a second, Captain Skyhawk. While Bill, I do like the idea of you getting involved. Even though you're the sales guy, I think you got to get involved. All right, uh, what do you got? By the way, I cannot stand salespeople. Thank you very much. (laughs) Oh, boy. Captain Skyhawk, go ahead. I got a classic for you. I got a couple of them. One, fluorescent light tubes. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, Um, Write that one down. Fluorescent light tubes. I saw that one. Actually, you know what, uh, guys? They won't do the fluorescent light tubes. Let me just go ahead and uh, put that out there right now. Uh, They did have um, a fluorescent light tube piece fly out and get somebody in the eyeball. So therefore, they said we will not do this anymore. But thumbtacks are okay. Thumbtacks will work. Um, I got a backup, though. All right, what's the backup? Street signs. Street signs. Street sign isn't Street a bad signs. I dig in Problem that. is, how are they going to lift them with their little arms? It's like their own body weight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wild Bill, what are you going to do out there? The parachute see that stop sign. When <laughs> what they am were... I going to do? Mm-hmm. What am I not going to do, El Jefe? What am I not going to do? What does that mean? I don't know. What in the hell does that mean? I don't know, but that's why I love him. I don't know, but Jimbo's watching porn. Yeah, let me also just tell you guys this, that the fact I said the best way to welcome the coming of the midgets (laughs) is by midget porn. And as a matter of fact, I did bring in midget porn for everybody. Is that a midget? Uh, That's not a midget. Uh, Jim, I think you need to fast forward. That definitely is not a midget. I'm becoming aroused. That's no midget. You were saying something, Chunks? Yeah, the first time that I met with uh, with, uh, Jimmy and Chris... I never met them. Uh, Wild Bill goes, hey, I scheduled a meeting so we can talk about some things. I've got a room downstairs where we will meet. <laughs> and I'm thinking, all right, he's got a meeting put together, you know, where he will lead it and tell us what to say and what stuff you needed. No, we both get in there. He goes, we did our introduction. He goes, all right. You guys talk now. And I'd never met them before. And I was just sitting there like, what what the hell? And, and then I said, thank you, Bill. You're a great sales guy. And he just starts shouting at the closed door, I hate salespeople. I hate them. I hate salespeople. I hate them. And his, his face starts shaking and he's turning red. And the four of us had never met. And we're just staring at each other like, what is this nut doing? I don't think that's true. What the hell are you talking about? Uh, I was there. I right, hold on. Well, I, you know, um, i got to be on Chunk's side right now. I think that Bill is a little uh, over yeah. the edge with a couple right. of things. All right. 
Phil on the 386. What's up, Phil? What's happening, guys? Hey, buddy. I think those little flappy arm bastards should run around with fly swatters and beat the hell out of each other. <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> fly swatters. <laughs> I'm writing it down. Because it's ridiculous. Butterfly nets. <laughs> Hold on. If you got fly swatters with the tacks, like, kind of taped into them, that could be Dude, a lot of fun. that is a great idea. That's a damn good idea. I am, oh, I'm totally on that. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. One more segment with the boys from Sun on the Beach. Again, live broadcast, extreme midget cage match wrestling. He said midget. Mm, drink away, shot, boys. Monday, August 7th. It's the Hideout, Real Radio, 104.1. Monday night. It's a hideout. Road Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041. 888-978-1041. Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Chris Gotti and Jimbo um, from Sun on the Beach in Old Town, Kissimmee. Exit 65. Here to announce that the hideout broadcasting live with Russ Rollins and Dirty Jim from the Monsters of the Morning. Monday, August 7th. Extreme Midget Wrestling in the first ever cage match. For the uh, filmed live for pay-per-view, that is Monday, August 7th, uh, 407-719-3610. Um, tickets are already flying off uh, the shelves, so make sure you get those early. And to myspace.com slash SOB after dark. SOB after dark. I'm going to log on to that right now. For we'll get, weapons. We'll get that up. Yeah, four weapons. We're going to get that up on... Um, all our websites, realradio.fm, hideoutheretics.net, fullblownaids.com. Don't forget the ring girls. Oh, yes, yeah, we're looking for ring, ring girls, girls, too. Well, you know, Jimbo Hot and I girls. did happen to bring a uh, designated driver for tonight, because I have no idea how many times the word midget has been said, but nearly the bottle of Jaeger is gone. But I just said midget, so I'm stabbing myself in the foot. Here you go, right. one more time. The boys <laughs> are drinking every time, they, every time they hear I'm the Italian, word so midget. I'm Italian, so the salute. Chris Gotti, I'm Italian. All right. You, know, you can't hold it back. All right, here we go, J-Dubs. Phone calls, people with ideas. Sam in the 407. Yeah, what's up? I want to recommend using a tire iron. Tire iron? All right, yeah, that's a good idea. That'll be good. Write right, that one down. Good. Good. I'm writing it down. I'm writing it down. There's Wild Bill from Sales who put this all together. MySpace.com slash SOB after dark. How about a shovel? Ooh. Ooh. Just one of those little garden ones. I was going to say, yeah. one that you would use at the beach if you were a kid. That's all I need. I couldn't Guys, imagine. I haven't heard anyone say whips and chains and any of that stuff. What's that's going on? I guess the S&M people stuff. are sleeping tonight. Yeah. Senior Hamburglar, what do you got? Okay. Now hear me out. Midget dog rape match. <laughs> no. No, wait, wait. Listen to me. They train the dog themselves, and then they make the dogs attack them, the, each other, the midgets, and exactly. the other dog. Give them the music. Oh, Give them the music. The winning dog and the winning midget I get to rape. <laughs> the hell? <laughs> Thank you for your suggestion. Goodbye. Get out much? It does have a payoff. Think about it. He is right. There was a the game Simpsons? middle of nine. Go to hell, Jaboni. <laughs> Go to hell, Jaboni. Larry in the 948. Hell. Go ahead, Larry. Dudes, I got to tell you, I was at that uh, the first one they had. With I guess it was the first one they had, the midget wrestling. Mm -hmm. And I, I just happened to be there like accidentally with my lady. Walked into this place and I couldn't tell. You, I would have paid a hundred dollars for these tickets. Right, I had the greatest time. I didn't know it's coming back. I want to get the date again. I think it was when Monday, August. Monday, August seventh. Hideout Broadcasting Live. Russ and Dirty Jim from the Monsters are also going to be there with us. Monday, well, well, I, August seventh. I got I to meet this guy, this this Chris Gotti. This Chris 
Gotti, right? Gotti, Gotti, Chris, whatever his name is. This guy is so cool, man. Hey, pal, don't talk about the guy. He's patient, man. All right, buddy, thank you. Whatever. James, James no, 321. You know, guys, it's probably my dad. What's up, it's guy? probably my dad calling. That's cool. You're Gotti. Any family member you want to call, yeah. they can call. Thank you, Dad. <laughs> Real quick, i got to tell you this, too, man. Nobody's actually said this yet. I'm a technical guy. By really? nature. Anyway, it's a 12,000-square-foot nightclub. 12,000 uh, square uh, feet. Yes. It's a giant club. Yes. We only remodel, and we have a badass VIP room. Yes, why? Brand new. Eight-foot, actually, I'm sorry, ten-foot-tall, red see-through glass VIP room. It is monstrous. And uh, just so you guys know, too, uh, the to check out the, the midget wrestling, the night of the event, is going to cost you less money to see it live than it's going to cost you on pay-per-view. Right. Wow. So, so come see it live. It's going to cost you less money, and you get to see it in person, and actually probably get some midget blood on you. Uh, this is bigger than UFC, guys. You can't oh, catch God. midget, can you? <laughs> no, it's not a disease. I'm not so. sure about that. It or burns like alien blood, though. <laughs> My hands are going to shrink. <laughs> Let's get tested. We'll be fine. James in the 321. What's up, guys? Hey, hey brother. I think it would be great to watch the midgets beat each other up with giant dildos. Just the regular one would be giant. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, could you imagine if we had the Rambone that we had at the oh, premiere yeah, live the broadcast? Huge black one? It would be as tall as them. And this I, I, is no I'm joke. I'm writing it down. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Wild Bill from Sales. Heretic Ralph. He'll oh, pick it the, up. By the I'm way, sure. we will be giving out tickets as well leading up, but uh, call and get your tickets now just to make sure you get them. 407-719-3610. Heretic Ralph was out at Heretic Basketball Saturday. He, along with Simpra Bry and Garrett from Irrational, mm -hmm. the top three basketball players of the weekend. Nice. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? What you got? Uh, how about a 12 gauge with some beanbag shots? I'll <laughs> knock a little bastards out. <laughs> Thank you, Heretic Ralph. Nice 12 gauge with beanbags. Wild Hawk in the 407. I was thinking the uh, new Oxford uh, unabridged Webster's Dictionary. Here's what I like, though. That would be fun. Just in book bags, pretending like they were walking to school. Or have chunks read it. Oh. Just so he you know what? That's stuff. a good idea. Smack Daddy. Yeah. Go. Hello. Go. Go. You're up, buddy. Yeah, hey. Uh, Y'all have mentioned everything in the world about this thing, but how much are front row seats going to cost? All right, front row seats. Guys, tickets are just $15 in advance. Oh, that's not that's $20 night of the event. All right, that's cheap. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong. You're going to see some midgets beat the crap out of each other for 15 bucks. Extreme. That's less than a freaking pizza. Midgets. Yeah, you can see the show from anywhere you're at. We've got over a, we've got over 100 televisions in, at, at the club, so you can see it from anywhere. If you're at the bar, if you're at the bathroom, you can see it anywhere. And so you know the fights break out of the ring. They jump off of the bar. They jump yeah. off of beer tubs. They fight in the middle of the crowd, uh, knocking down patrons. So yeah, you know what? We have to. Uh, we don't have to uh, sign a waiver, but you should. They've knocked down patrons. Uh, they running around everywhere. It's insane. Breaks out of the ring, and uh, you guys are gonna have a blast. Fifteen bucks in advance, twenty bucks at the door. Yeah, that was one of the things that Wild Bill told us about at the meeting. Guys, the midgets fight. Everywhere, you might get hit <laughs> by a midget. I love what it you, says on the on the top of hideoutheretics.net. Hardcore midget wrestling. Dot dot dot. Seriously. Dot dot dot. No. Seriously. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Click here for more info. That's on hideoutheretics.net. MySpace is screwing up though. I yeah. swear it's tough to get, log on to the MySpace page. Uh, Sob after dark. We have Sob after dark, and we also have Sob midget wrestling. At MySpace. At MySpace.com slash SOB Midget Wrestling. We have both. All right, very cool. Midget Wrestling. Pete in the 407. What's up, Pete? Hey, 
uh, how about a couple minutes after the thumbtacks, throw in a squirt gun full of jalapeno juice. Ooh, <laughs> that's good right there, buddy. Yeah. I um, I like that a lot. Yeah, it's not visual, though. Salty I don't like water, it. Some I don't salt. like it. I think it sucks. It's not visual. No, it's audio-wise, because it is for the radio, while Bill, and them screaming will be worth yeah. it. Yeah. Trust right. me. Trust yeah. me. El Nino on the 350. I'll write it down. <laughs> hey, what's, guys? what's going on, guys? What you got, buddy? Hey, the midgets who use one of those, uh, you know those bats that you get from uh, stadiums for the little kids? Yeah. The, the small bats? The mini bats, yeah. The, uh, the mini bats. You know what? One of the commemoratives. I like that idea. I like a mini bat idea, and I tell you why. Is he talking wiffle ball bat? No, or? no, no. Okay. I, I, they're, they're, I'm, I'm confused with all like the noise. A Louisville slugger, like the mini one. Yeah, right? like they're the little wooden uh, Louisville sluggers. There is no other. All right, let's Bill. play while Bill's open again. Just every time he says something. One more mind. time. Yeah. Time for an update from the scariest son of a bitch, son of a bitch. that works in the third floor, Wild Bill from Sale. The only salesperson in the history of radio to get their own open. Congratulations, Wild Bill. He is a scary Thank son you. of a bitch. And, and let me tell you, um, he was very, very quick to answer my call about uh, the midget wrestling. <laughs> oh, Bill of course. was right on top of it. Yeah. Uh, within about five minutes, there was a call back, and Bill said, did you say midgets? That was the first <laughs> word that came out of his mouth. I said, hey, this is Chris Gotti from Sun on the Beach. I'm you know, doing midget wrestling. Five minutes later, phone call, did you say midgets? And I knew exactly who it was, and he was right. And within about two hours, he was out of the club having a meeting. I um, kid you not. I had a Jack and Coke. <laughs> yes, and I gave him plenty of Jack and Cokes. Are you holding... Hoping that Linda and Ed aren't listening to this one. <laughs> Linda just, and who? Uh, he just doesn't care. I was hoping the more Jack and Cokes I gave him, the better price I would get. But you know, he, he's a great guy, man. Yeah, he's a Bill's good. Awesome. He's a good seller, Mr. Mom. What's up, Mr. Mom? All right, I got it, man. You got, you got to take uh, like socks, socks and a Coke can. But socks and batteries. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, or socks ice. and yes. batteries. Did you remember the movie Bad Boys, the original Bad Boys, with Sean Penn, when he beats the crap out of that guy with he, the socks and the batteries? He oh used Coke yes. or you can Fantastic. Do, or you can do the full metal jacket, just soap and socks. And <clears throat> yep, yeah, and you, you know, that, that won't bruise. Chris, I, I would uh, like to correct you now. up, I do that. Mr. Gotti, <laughs> Mr. Gotti, I would like to correct you if I may. Uh-huh. They did not have I'm a battery dispenser in the jail. He used Cokes. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on. Wait a second. Hold on. Hold on. Hey, guys, hold on a second. I got, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt both of you guys here in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Uh, this update from Beer Chick on the Instant Messenger, Wild Bill sounds awesome. Is he taken? Ooh. Yes, sir. I no, sir. Are you, uh, you want your first radio whore? What's going on, Wild Bill? Ooh. You want to set up a little date for Sun on the Beach? Out you know, of the, I might uh, do that. Live broadcast? This is like a bad Jerry Springer I'm, episode. <laughs> I'm sure Angel J might, might hit it. I might do that. All Bill, right. You know, I think that Bill should be here when we pick the ringside girl. I think I think he's instrumental. I think, I think he should and, be one. Uh, <laughs> all right, Wild Bill, the only way you can go is if you're in panties. That's how it has to happen. Ooh, don't get me excited. Bill I, wearing panties. That's hot. I tell you what, let's take we a break. We should have Bill out there in a thong wrestling one of the midgets. I'm up for it. Jello. <laughs> in the jello. Seriously. All right, let's take a break, Dubs. We'll come back. One final segment with the boys from Sun on the Beach, Old Town Kissimmee, exit 65, the hideout, Jim, uh, Jimbo, Chris Gotti, extreme midget wrestling, first ever midget cage match, filmed live for pay-per-view Monday, August 7th. 
Your tickets are at 407-719-3610, Hideout Live Broadcast. Monsters in the Morning will be there with Dirty Jim and Russ. MySpace.com slash SOB After Dark. Or go to HideoutHeretics.net. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Right, let's wrap up Hour 2 in our conversation with the boys from Sun on the Beach in Old Town Kissimmee. Chris Gowdy and Jimbo here, Extreme Midget Wrestling, first ever cage match being filmed live for pay-per-view Monday, August 7th. Hideout will be broadcasting live. Russ and Dirty Jim from the Monsters will be there with us for your tickets. Call now, 407-719-3610. MySpace.com slash SOB After Dark, J-Dubs. Bring everybody. I have never been so excited about a, an no. event. Steel cage. Steel cage match. Steel cage match. In other words, they can't get out. There's no way they're going to get the hell out of there. <laughs> now, how do you decide who's going to be a winner? Get out. How do we decide who's going to be the winner? Last Who person cares? standing? The or? last person standing. Okay, it's not like whoever climbs out. Like, uh, no, they, they won't be able to climb out. out. They won't be able to climb okay. out. Actually, we're going to have the weapons. It's like a... It's, it's kind of like, what are those birds called? <laughs> the birds that have those things on their heads. Um, anyways, they can't get out of the cage. Yeah. And their it's weapons like are going to be hanging from the uh, from the, the cage perimeter. Yeah, it's like yeah, a pyramid. The corners uh, of the stage. You're going to see way. staple guns. You're going to see everything that you guys Hatchets. take. Finch. The weapons like that you guys finch. tell us you want to see used are going to be hanging from the steel cage, and they're going to have to climb up to get them. To get them. And now this is, uh, you know, to you're talking them. a midget having to climb up a steel cage. That's like us having to climb... A very long building. <laughs> All right. I can't. All righty, boys. Well, I can't thank you guys enough. Wild Bill from Sales, obviously. You've only been here for a little while, but you've made your mark on the hideout. Congratulations yes. to you. <clears throat> thank you. Thank Chris, you. Scotty, Jimbo, uh, Sun on the Beach, uh, SOB After Dark, if you go to MySpace.com. Also, too, uh, 407-719-3610. First ever midget extreme steel cage match. And ladies, please submit your photos to MySpace, our website, because uh, we would love to have some hot ladies out there to be. You're going to be on pay per view in front of 30 million viewers. This is going to be 30 million people are going to see you Actually, it's in more a bikini. Than 30 million. Look, it's 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 now than 30 million. Tell me about uh, this. Direct TV and uh, the other satellite network. For goodness' sake, start now. I'm sorry, I just wanted to jump in real quick with this. Start now because you don't know what's going to happen in the Middle East. Submit those pictures now <laughs> while you got a shot. If the Arabs get involved, the event may not be no, no, something, man. If they get involved, you're not in. Dubs, hold on, boys. Hold on a second. Dubs, what's going on here? I don't know, but I love it. It's the hideout. <laughs> These boys have gone uh, crazy in here. Wild Bill, are you all right? Do you think you're going to have a job? okay Astronaut okay. You <laughs> <laughs> swear to God, that's what as that he, means. Look, as I'm he's not looking, changing the subject. As you're looking at the We're talking about midgets, not astronauts. Um, <laughs> now, now, I heard we were going to give a shout-out to uh, get uh, Homeboy involved in this somehow. Yeah. We're going to give him a... a, a uh, a challenge. Well, I tell what you is what. This? Oh yeah, um, pillow pillow pants. If you've seen Clerks too, that's our intern. Pillow pants. Uh, <sighs> pillow pants. What did you want to do out at the extreme cage match? Uh, midget wrestling at Sun on the Beach Monday, August seventh. I'll fight a midget or a couple midgets, and I'll do the entire thing while smoking. Sir, you are Ooh. you are out of line. <laughs> you are yeah, out of you line. Smoke. Why is that? Why is he out of line, Wild Bill? Well, because he hasn't seen these midgets yet. Look, there's no such thing as a fat midget. They are in shape. Well, they're, they're like they're, little tanks. They're little Sherman tanks. <laughs> <laughs> they're spring Without the turrets. <laughs> I repeat, midgets are nothing more than Sherman tanks without <laughs> the gun turrets. 
I have spoken. All, All right, right. Wild Bill, calm down. Uh, <laughs> I have spoken. Pillow pants, why do you want to do this? Sounds like fun. I thought it was another reason you wanted to do it. Yeah, that's kind of a weird Oh, yeah. I, I'd like to have my original name back. I'm not a big fan of Pillow Pants. I haven't yeah, seen Clark's 2 yet, so that could be why. <laughs> but uh, What yeah. was your original name? Jack Napier. That, that sucks. Yeah. What was what? it? What Jack, the hell? Jack what? Jack Napier. Napier. Jack Na- no, dude, Pillow Pants is way better than Jack Napier. French. Yeah, exactly. Pillow pants. So, guess what, Na- uh, Pillow Pants, you're out. Uh, you're not going to be able to wrestle. So. Why not? Uh-oh. All right, boys. Well, we got to move on with the show. <laughs> but hey, I, thank you for having us out, guys. Oh, are you kidding? Chris thank got you for the Jimbo. Love you, for yeah, thank you very thank much. You very much. I love you too. You guys are going to be blown too. away by the midgets. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> Call us up. Get some tickets right now. They're going really fast. We well, love you guys. Thank you for having us out. You check out our MySpace. Uh, MySpace.com slash SOB after dark once MySpace starts working again. And also 407 719 Thirty-six, ten, and, and I see one drop see. left. So I just want to say midget for the last time. So oh, finish up this I knew Thank you guys. Oh, midget's gone. Golf, golf, golf. All <laughs> right, they've been drinking Jaeger uh, for the entire hour. Every time the word midget was uttered, I, Jesus, I'm glad they That's have a lot of Yeah, I'm glad they have rides. It's a hideout. We'll come back, J Dubs, hmm? with the wedding audio. Yes, and we'll get our buddy on the phone. It's a hideout. Roll Radio 104.1. All right, back in the hideout. It's Roll Radio 104.1, kicking off Hour 3, RollRadio.fm. Hideoutheretics.net for the info on the Extreme Midget, Cage Match Wrestling, and yes. FullBlownAids.com. Sign up for both websites, 407 star-1041, on your singular wireless phone. Sorry, FM, just trying to collect myself hey, after that last hour. I want to decompress after having the boys in from Sun on the Beach. I'm tired. Yeah, <laughs> that was intense, dude. Mims in the 321. What's up, Mims? Hey, guys, how you doing? Good, buddy. Great show, great show. Just want to let you guys know that I'm buying tickets for me and my two boys, and we are going to be at the first midget cage match in Orlando. That is what we want to hear, yes. Senor Mims. Thank you, sir. Uh, 407 719 for those tickets. Make sure you're out there for this. I'm t- and plus, Russ and Dirty Jim from Monsters are going to be there with us. It's going to be a whole party going on. You do not want to miss this. This is going to be huge. You're right. I need to decompress from those boys. Oh, all right. We're going to be quiet for a second here. I'm just take some deep breaths. <laughs> Time for an update from the no, Stop! No. Stop! Wild stop! Bill from Zale. <laughs> all right. Good job to Nameless. We already put it up on hideoutheretics.net. This is what he wrote. This appears to be the greatest live broadcast ever. Extreme midget wrestling. If midgets were real people, I'm sure this would be illegal. But since they're not, this is going to have the markings of the greatest retard violence ever. Using pizza cutters as weapons sounds hilarious, but even more so when you think it'll be tiny sausage fingers holding it. (laughs) Anyways, here's the info for the event so far. Extreme midget wrestling, Monday, August 1st, Sun. I think it's Sun on the Beach. Sun on the Beach. Uh, in Old Town Kissimmee. Tickets are 15 bucks if you get them early. 407-719-3610. And it's all up there. <laughs> you even put a photo up. Got midgets, half-pint brawlers. <laughs> all right. That is going to be uh, just wait. Here's what's here's what's funny, too, about this, Dubs. Um, that is the first day we get back from our vacation. Yeah. So we're gonna be coming out swinging. Yeah, 
on August 1st. Uh, Dev, speaking of that vacation, um, I'm taking time off to go see my cousin and be in his wedding, mm-hmm. which is on the 29th, I think. Yeah. Saturday the 29th. Then the week after that, you and I both will be in Detroit, Michigan. One of our good friends that we worked in radio with, Lefty, is getting married to his longtime girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And um, we are in that wedding. Yes. As well. Uh, myself, you, um, Eric and Carson, who I actually worked with up at Banana 1015. Did you? Planet. I didn't know you knew them. Briefly, yeah. And they also work at Live, I More, guess it's Free F- 97.1 Free FM in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the FM talk stations up there, and they're good guys. They got a good show. Um, but uh, stop! Nice. <laughs> <laughs> the show on bananas good. Um, but anyway, so over the weekend, Lefty called me and said, "Hey, I need you to put together some imaging for me." Uh, Lefty used to be in radio. Now he works in the promotions, but that's neither here nor there. Um, he goes, "I have some imaging I want you to put together." For my wedding. Now, imaging, for those of you that don't know, are these little... Like the wild bill for sale for sales thing. Yeah, a little production now. an update from the scariest son of a bitch, of a bitch that works in the third floor. Wild bill from sale. Basically, you know, sound effects, music, whatever, with uh, some voiceover. Promos, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah. So he asked you to do some for his wedding. What was your first reaction to... Imaging for oh, a wedding. Slight correction. It's Monday, August 7th, not August 1st. Monday, August 7th. Yes. For Midget Extreme Wrestling. I don't hear Tix.net for that info. Um, so he wanted me to put together this thing for the sta- for the bridesmaids and the groomsmen mm. that we're going to walk to. It announces our names as we walk. Now, I put it together. Why? Why would you just say you couldn't do it? It didn't work? <laughs> Why is this a bad idea? Why do you hate this idea? Who needs... It's so cringe. Why is it cringe? Because it's imaging for a wedding. What do you mean? The thought of us being in front of family and friends? Family, friends, all these people walking down an aisle, and here comes our name with some big voice guy. We don't need to be introduced. No one needs to be introduced. Everybody who's there should know everybody out there. Yeah, but he's in radio. He's. So, uh, I know there's a lot of douchebags in radio. It doesn't mean you have to be one of them. Have you lost respect for Lefty, or buddy? Oh, ton. Ton. Because of this. Yes. Now, this isn't the craziest thing that ever happened at a wedding, is it? Well, I did. Uh, once you told me about this at the beginning of the show, I did call one of my friends. And he's like, hey, that's nothing, man. I went to a wedding where they played that let's get ready to rumble thing, and they all came out dribbling basketballs with spotlights on them. Oh, no. Wow. <laughs> never heard of that. And the kid never played basketball. So why do you Really? Play? Yeah. The kid wasn't on the game, even on the high school team. Now, here's the funny thing. Lefty, he had the voice work. I had to fix some of the voice work, okay? Mm-hmm. Then he's like, I can't decide what music I want. I want Final Countdown. But one of my buddies Why? did that. One of my buddies did that at his wedding. How many douchebags are having these type of weddings where they're using Final Count? Okay, let's see. You know, if you believe in God, <laughs> and he's staring down 
Hold on. Here's Final Count. This is what he wanted us to come out to with the voice work. He's staring down at you while you're, you know, about to, uh, you know, come together in front of God and devote your life to each other. He's looking down, smiling, and then he hears the final countdown as you're walking down, dribbling a basketball or whatever you're doing. It's a mockery. He's a Europe fan. God loves Europe. So dubs. God hates Lefty right now. So I ha- I go, well, we can't do Final Countdown. I'm like, is there anything else you'd like? And he goes, well, I don't know. Maybe the beautiful people. <laughs> what's In a church? R- what's wrong? You're kidding me. No, that's what he said. You're kidding me. No. This is a damn wedding. <laughs> what does he not understand? Hold on, we got to wait for Joy Tempest to start singing. No, it's not yet. Damn it. Um... Matt likes it. Look, I think Job. Coke can likes everything. Job is ready to do his magic. The yacht disappeared. Chauncey Phillips. <laughs> All right, it's funny you say that, Dubs. Dubs. Yeah. It's funny you say that. Are you ready to hear this thing? No, I would, I would be ready. He doesn't even know the song yet. I don't. You want me to just play it? Oh, hold on, hold on. Jason, the 407. What's up, Jason? Hey, I just wanted to let you guys know I uh, worked at a golf course for a while, and uh, they had a wedding out there, and uh, it was to the theme of Star Wars. What's with the themed weddings? I don't understand it. Why? That's where it really should be. It is the death march. I thought you just started his. No, that is not his. Okay. Celebrities rolling in Mordeaux. What? <laughs> Are you ready for it? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to kill you. Why? I was going to stab you in the heart. I started to get angry. I don't know why, but I was just like, that can't be. Actually, play the real one, Hefe. <laughs> oh. No. No. Let's get married. Let's get married. All right, here we go. I actually got it. You ready, Dubs? Here we go. I can't even look at you. I was going to play something else, but Chunks didn't assign it. Never mind. All right, here we go. I got it. Okay. (laughs) I like this. All right, actually, that would be kind of good if it was... (laughs) <laughs> Alright, here we go, bitch. You ready? Yeah. You don't even know who's doing the voice work yet. No. It's rock and roll, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> J-Dubs. DJ Michigan! Ladies and gentlemen, please stand up and welcome oh. for the bridal party. I tap out! <laughs> I knew you'd tap out! I tap out! I knew you would tap out within the first five seconds. <laughs> I can't do this. You have, I have to, to cancel my trip. Dude, you haven't even heard yet. I can't go. So I said, well, he's like, well, maybe we do it to some hip-hop music. And I'm like, hey, I got 99 problems. <laughs> You're getting married, 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. You're kidding me. So I decided to put do that. He wanted Final Countdown, dude. I figured oh. I'd throw in a little joke. Oh. Do you know who was doing that voice? No. I'm going to play it for you one more time. 
Like the someone fir- we know? The first five seconds. Is someone we know? You've alluded to it a couple of times. Okay. What's wrong? I hate life. I hate everybody's life. That's miserable. Does anyone know who that is? It's the... Zeus. It's the guy from Detroit, the from the Pistons uh, yes. announcing. It is Mason from Mason in the Morning in Detroit. He's a uh, very successful morning <sighs> oh hip-hop talk show host, morning show host. And he is also the PA announcer... For at the, the Palace of Auburn Hills for the Detroit Pistons. How did he get him? He's got connections. Yeah. He's in the business. Wow. That's some strings to pull to get those connections. <laughs> it's actually a pretty big name in Detroit. So people are going to be excited about it in Detroit. Like to pull some strings on his noose and just string him up after this. Uh, yeah, a black man. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm not talking, I'm talking about lefty. <laughs> oh, okay. I just want to make sure. Jesus Christ. Just make sure you weren't I'm not doing, doing, pulling a I grease, man. Against, I have nothing against this guy. Yeah, Mason. Uh, I have nothing against this guy. All right. So, Dubs? Lefty, I have the problem with. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to smack him in the face a few times. Do you want to hear it? It's Can only he, two and a half I minutes. I guess it makes sense. He might as well ruin his wedding if he's going to ruin his life. Um, By getting married? Yes. <laughs> You're up first, at least. Oh, no. That means I have to be the first jackass to be heard. Yep. <laughs> okay. Go for it. You can't tap, dude. You cannot tap. All right, this, by the way, those of you just now tuning in, it's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Our radio buddy had me put together this little imaging stager production element for his wedding that Dubs and I are in that we have to walk we have to. Walk to. All right, here we go. Don't do it from the beginning. I have to. Detroit, Don't tap. This is an audio sharpshooter. Jennifer. And from Fowler. No! <laughs> no! What do you mean, no? What the hell is he doing to his wife? And from. Oh. What's the problem? I got the douche chills. I got them bad, man. What is Mish again? Douche chill. Douche chill. Ready? Can't do it. And from Fowlerville, Michigan, Justin Jacobs. No, no, he did not use my radio name. It's a wedding for <laughs> Christ's <laughs> sake. Jacobs. 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 I want to swear so bad right now. Sounds like the announcer from NBA Jam. He may be. He's on fire. Boom shakalaka. Oh, God, this is gay. Uh, or perfect. I think yeah. perfect. The audio figure four will make it tap in ten seconds. And from Fowlerville, Michigan, Justin Jacobs. Stop it! <laughs> hey, Carson! 
Uh, those are the other people. I beeped out their last names. I don't know why. Just because. Yeah. Well, you don't know. All right, we're getting to mine. Hold on. Mary, we can't believe she got here on time. What? Inside joke. Yeah. I guess she's always late. <laughs> That's Mary. So must be fun to be your boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. Mary. Oh, Mary. And Mary. Sister Brock. Elena. And Brandon. And Sister the Groom. Sue. And Frank. All right, now hold on a second. He, this guy, Mason, screwed my name up so bad. Yeah. So bad, I had to cut it. He, he said it was um, El Hondro El Hefe. He knows. Hey. He announces for basketball teams. Mm-hmm. They, there's Lefty odd names had, out there. Lefty said he had to do it a couple of times. So I had to cut mine. All right, here's so here's mine. And from Dallas, Texas, Hondro Jose. That's like three. You know what? Huh. I would be so happy if you messed up my name. Why? I don't want to be attached to this. You don't like your name? No. Stop. Stop now. I'm not going. I want you to know I'm not going to the wedding now. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I'll do the show alone next week. I have no problem. I'm not kidding. I'm not going. You have to. I don't have to do anything. I'm my own man. (laughs) I'm a sexy looking dude. Affirmation of honor, Melissa. <laughs> and what name was that? Jesus <laughs> Christ. She married like five times. <laughs> yeah. And from New York City, Money. Hi. The maid of honor, Monique. And the best man, Hey, Mo. You can't tap! I did! I did it, I can! You want to get Lefty on the phone? Yes. All right. And now, the bride and groom. Stop! For the first time. Put them on! James and Long. There I want to cry. Why? Because I've just been raped. I want to curl up in the shower. I don't think it sounds bad. Sounds watch like guys, my backside. Sounds like you guys should be jogging down the aisle with a spotlight, giving high fives. With, with breakaway suits. Yeah. <laughs> You didn't get the El Jefe in there? No. Why don't you cut the J-dubs out then? Dude, he screwed it up so bad. 
He screwed it up so bad. Plus, I think it sounds good. And from Fowler, am I? Michigan. Am I over? Johnson. Am I over-douched out by this? I don't know, man. I think you got a neat little uh, jingle shout. I have... I have... <laughs> Wild Bill back there shaking his head yes. I don't trust you at all. I don't trust your judgment. You may be able to sell. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. It's Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. I feel sick. Why? I'm physically ill over that. What's wrong? Jacobs! You want to you call Lefty and ask him what's up? I want to cut my ears out. All right, we'll take a break, come back. We'll talk to Lefty, <laughs> our buddy who actually did. All right, Giant... Is his ringtone the final countdown? Giant <laughs> Brian has a great idea. He goes, uh, this should be the new show open. No. Yes. How about we just cut out the part where it's us? Why are you so upset, Dubs? I can't go now. You have to go, I dude. can't. I can't do it. I can't muster up the energy. I apparently EJ from you keeps chanting, I emotionally rape my customers. It's close. Jacobs! It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. I emotionally rape my customers. Time to break cards. Monday night, hour three. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 407 star one four one on your singular wireless phone. I'm El Jefe, that is... Stop it. Stop it, you son of a bitch. Stop it, please. I can't handle it anymore. You want to put Lefty on? Yeah, uh, bring one of uh, my best friends. I guess he used to be one of yours. Mm. Lefty into the hideout. What's up, Lefty? What's going on, guys? How you doing? Congratulations. Thank you. What are you thinking, man? I don't know. I'm a beaten man right now. Why? It's just, just too much going on. What's the problem? It's, just, it's, it's all the random details, the seating chart and things like that, place cards, just those dumb things you never actually think of that people actually have to do. For the wedding coming up in just, yeah. uh, golly, what you, just less than a week, I guess about a week, ten days. Yeah, ten days. Here's what you did think of, though. Imaging for us to stop it. Imaging for us to walk down to. Now, imaging what? For us to walk down the aisle to. I know. I did think of that. All right. Why? Now, now here's the thing, Lefty. Yeah. I've played it on the air. Dubs hates it. Why? I love it. You know what? No, you don't. I think it's fantastic. You're my best friend. Here's the thing. I'm a little mad that I... Mason. Couldn't pronounce my name, but at least he I got. Know, and least, I tried so hard he, with that. At least he got this right. Jesus! <laughs> I'm I'm finding out more and more that I'm more of a traditional person, and I can't understand why this would be at a wedding. I, See, here's why I chose it though. It's that, or your other option is that the DJ that you, you have for the rest of the reception mm -hmm. does the cheesy strip club DJ thing. Wait, I've never been to one where people are announced as they walk down. No, not, not in the church, Dubs. It's when you walk into the reception hall. Oh, I thought this was walking up to the altar. No, 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 no. This is for the reception hall. Oh, Jesus Christ. Like I feel parents, a little bit better now. This son of a bitch over here made me think it was when we were walking down. Jesus! No, oh, was, God. just dumbass. No. Oh, I was... Here's the thing. I'm not going to lie to you. Oh. I thought it was... Here's when I thought it was going to get played. I thought it was getting played... 
after they announced you man and wife and we were walking out. That's yeah, that would be cooler. But there's no, no way. No, no, don't, don't do say it would be cooler. Don't I, say that. That's please. when I thought, like, all of us in single file head out. And then, because it says right here at the end, hold on, I want to I wanna go through the highlights. And from Fowlerville, Michigan. Stop it. Justin Jacobs. <laughs> and from Dallas, Texas, Hodron, Kino Jose. Yeah, it's not even close. Yeah, not even close. And then here's where it announces Lefty. And now, the bride and groom for the first time ever, James and Lauren. I beeped out last names just so people aren't worried. Yeah. So, Dubs, you feel a little bit better now? A little bit. Why? Dude, I was about to cancel. I, you were going to cancel. No, I, dude, I'm not kidding. He was so gl- close to canceling. He's Why? like, I'll do the show. Was it too blasphemous for you? I don't know what it, I had the deuce chills thinking about wa- walking down to the altar. Deuce chill. I don't see what you would have broken out and danced. I don't know what's a deuce chill. And this douchebag's from Michigan. Why can't why can't he uh, say Michigan? It's just how he says it. I don't know. Slap him. So I think he could probably kick my ass. Well, I'll I'll be right behind you, punching or beating you for putting this together. All right, Lefty. So Dub, you do feel a little bit better about this? A little bit. What other stupid stuff do we have planned for your wedding then, Lefty? That's it. The chicken dance. Everything else is extremely traditional. Other than this, and this is when we walk in. Is the reception open bar? Absolutely. Oh, Oh, wow. Well, absolutely, you know, isn't every time, you know. There's a lot of people out there who make you pay. Hey, hold on a second. it's me, though. Come on. I got a question. Um, Really quickly, I want to know about... First, Jennifer... That's who uh, J-Dubs is walking with. Is she hot? She is hot and newly single, too. Yes. First. I may be, too, for a few days. You freak her out, Dubs. You've got to whisper creepy-ass things to her. Justin Jacobs Johnson. I creep her out. I'd probably creep her out. Nothing, nothing some... She's very very proper. Yeah, nothing some ether can't cure. (laughs) Um, The Elrod said... I'm not saying I'll rape her, but hey. Things happen. Oh, come on. <laughs> Shame on you. Rape me twice. Shame on me. Uh, the L. Ross says, I don't know what Dubs' problem is. This is perfectly tasteful concerning the reception as a monster truck rally. <laughs> <laughs> Grave digger. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. And from Fowlerville, Bigfoot. Justin Jacobs Johnson. All right, here's mine. Here's who I'm walking with. And Sister the Groom. Super. Oh, you got the sister. I got love yep. the sister. Have now, you ever met her? I have met her. I have not met her yet. Here's the thing. We found out on the air one night when we were in Michigan that Lefty's sister has what's known as the tramp stamp. Mm-hmm. And, and Doug, he got very upset with me when I called it a target. We even got her on the air and talked to her about how horrid she is for having <laughs> that tattoo. And Lefty got so pissed, and I don't even know if you've forgiven us for that, right? Yeah, I'm over it by now. But, you know, her boyfriend now, he's a redneck, so he's probably got a rifle or something in the back of his truck. So well, it makes sense that she'd be dating a redneck if she has a tramp stamp. <laughs> it makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. All you got to do is give her some uh, natty light, and I think we can have a little uh, wobbly H with her. A little boons exactly. farm. <laughs> so, anyway, that's who I'll be walking with, Dubs. Nice. I haven't met her yet. 
I'm looking forward to that. She's hot, dude. Yeah? Although if she's dating a retinic, she now, may have let herself go. Now, uh, Hefe, you're going to be kind of lonely during this whole thing. What is that? Because you're like the only non-smoker in the group. All right, K-Mike says, uh, we need Lefty to cut a drop. Lefty, rep- repeat after me. I emotionally rape my wedding guests. <laughs> I emotionally rape my wedding guests. <laughs> uh Yeah, I will be the only non-smoker. I may get some cigars from the cigar lounge and uh, bring them up just to be cool. You just, can do that. Just to That'd hang be out. Very cool. I think we should all have one. Hang out. I'll, you know what? I'll have uh, I have our buddy from over there go bring us up some. Sounds right. good. I left you. Well, I just wanted to do. Uh, I I told Dubs about this, and, and I had the, I had the chills. He was mortified. Um, uh, I wanted to see how long he'd go. His God's be- house. Before he tapped out, and he made it just through this first little part. I emotionally rape my wedding guest. And from Fowlerville, Michigan, Justin Jacob, Michigan. Justin. And from Dallas, Texas, Hondro, Kino Jose. I love the people want you to repeat it, but with conviction. Say it again. With conviction? I emotionally rape my wedding guests. This time, mean it. All right, I, I got to get into character then, though. Come on. All right, hang on. I emotionally rate my wedding guests. Nice, that's a little bit better. Perfect. That's how you'd say it. Uh, Are you now, excited, Buffy? I was talking to him the other day, and I guess this chick was around. She doesn't know about this or what's going on? <laughs> no, you guys are... There's like two other people that know about this. Other well, now all of Orlando. Yeah. yeah. All right. One of those little surprises. I'm sure she'll be thrilled. Probably not, but that's okay. Jesus! <laughs> I'm thrilled because I have that for the rest of our lives. I'll just play that once the show's over and we've retired. I'll just be in my uh, basement playing this over and over. Jesus! While punching it. Right. That's going on every piece of imaging from now on. It's going to be everywhere. I hate you. He's so mad. Do we have the new quote from Lefty? I emotionally rate my wedding guests. That's true. You sure do. <laughs> That's what I do. All right, buddy. Well, congratulations. Best of Thank luck. Thank you. And, um, if you need any help beforehand. <clears throat> yeah, do, you, we, do we have to do anything or anything? Did I you guys got, book a room yet? I thought you were doing that. Me? No, I never said I was doing that. No, I'll... Well, we can, do we have to do it? Yeah, we have to yeah. book the room for that uh, for the wedding night. I knew we were going to pay for it, but I thought you were booking it. No. Oh, no, Jesus. we'll do that tomorrow. All right, whatever. Are they booked up already? Bachelor party? No, are that they was... booked up already, the the rooms? Oh, I don't think so. All right, all right. Just make sure you call tomorrow, though. Don't wait any longer. All right, brother. <laughs> all right, man. All right, see you at 5,000. Later. Nice. He sounds a little upset. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you'd rip his heart out. He was so stoked about this, dude. <laughs> Well, you made me think that we were walking down the... I honestly thought that's what it was. I thought it was after, and you may kiss the bride. I thought it was before. Now, thought... It didn't make sense. I thought that at first, quite honestly, until I heard the end part where it says, and now, for the first time, introducing Lauren and James. Yeah. Not, a, not at all uncomfortable now. What are the chances you think he'll still play it? 
<laughs> I'm not lying. I, I am willing to say there is probably a 65% chance that... <laughs> I emotionally rate my wedding guests. I have to say there's probably a 65% chance this ain't getting played. Good. Just because of you. Job well done, then. Hey, man, I wasted three hours this weekend on this. That's your own fault. You should have talked him out of it before doing all that work. Just trying to help a brother out. Bunny in the 407. Hi, guys. It's Bunny. I was calling to say hi and tell you that I missed you on Friday. Oh, hey, sweetie. And I have tomorrow night off, and I was wondering if I could come up tomorrow night because I miss coming in, and I can't come in on Fridays. Of course you can't. You know what? Hold on two seconds, Bunny, before you hang up on her, Dubs. I talked to our buddy Porno Dan, mm -hmm. and there is something that I would like to announce, a little thing that I'd like to offer up to Bunny and maybe even Drunkatron, being some hideout reporters uh, at a porn convention. I'll, expl I... I'll, I'll explain that tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, but uh, I have. This is gonna be a really, really good idea for you, Bunny. All right, sounds like fun. I uh, definitely will do it. All right, we'll see you tomorrow, sweetie. Okay. All right, bye bye. Maybe I should take Bunny as my date. Yeah. To the wedding. Hey, dude. I think it's cool. You do not. I talked to you today about it. You do not think it's cool. I'm sorry. What was that? Jesus. <laughs> I'm Dave Diamond in it tonight. I'm not doing it with the uh, the uh, headphones on anymore. All right. You want to give out some prizes? Can you hear me? No. <laughs> Here's the thing. I would love to know, because you know we've seen them. People have already called with a couple. The stupidest thing you've ever seen at a wedding. Like gimmick or, you know bit or just something that somebody has run at a wedding. Just awful wedding stories. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Tickets to CX and the Rollins Band at the Hard Rock Live in Orlando also, too. A couple of, uh, we got two separate prizes for UniversalOrlando.com, the live broadcast this Friday for the one-day two-part tickets, including the parking pass for Universal Orlando. So whatever, like, douche chill, douche chill, wedding stories that you have for me, I'll have in. Call now to be a winner. 407-916-1041. What was Mark Champion busy? 888 Jim And George Blaha. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Back in the hideout. Wrapping up. Wrapping up hour three. Are you kidding? Wow. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Uh, Have you talked to him? Did you talk to him through the break? Who? Lefty? No. All right. I don't know. I was supposed to call him. Did you call him? No, I'm just wondering if he's pissed. Distraught. That you were mad that you uh, were giving him. He's got so much that he's dealing with putting together a wedding. And then I have to run down. <laughs> yeah. You're running down his thing there, Dubs. Hey, by the way, I want to say thank you uh, for turning me on to Big Lots. Yeah, you like big lots? I got essentially what was three, four hundred dollar patio furniture for about a hundred bucks. Tell you that place. Six piece. Really, really nice. 
So thank you for me and my chick. That place is awesome. Look at the furniture there, too. It's comfortable and cheap. Man, they had a recliner there. I was so close to getting mm-hmm. Lori in the 407. Hi, guys. Um, my stepbrother did the cheesiest thing at my wedding. He um, was the best man, and in his speech, he said, you know, how everybody liked me and all this kind of stuff. And he said, so at the end, he was like, oh, and by the way, all the guys here who who still have her apartment key, you better give it back. And I had, like, every single one of the single guys coming up with a key and putting it in a bag. All right, see, now I'll give her a prize. Uh, you're a winner, sweetie. Hold on. It also gets one of those, because that goes back to our buddy Lefty and his real weird douche chill gimmick of having yeah. a show, like a, basically what amounts to a show open for us to walk out to, mm-hmm. and we're giving away prizes for those really awkward, those douchey wedding things. Wedding moments. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. It's that easy. Lori was a winner. Yeah, uh, chunks. Uh, I was telling Doves this one. Yeah. I only say one of them, and I don't understand it, but every wedding has to have the one guy that thinks he's getting one over by requesting the chicken dance from the DJ. Yeah, I don't know. I, I was Is little, that and shout? I was yeah. a little disappointed to hear that there's going to be a DJ. Well, what do you expect, a band? Honestly, I My thought... My voice just cracked there. That was <laughs> odd. I honestly, band. I thought he was going to have a band. I'm not going to lie to you. Those are expensive. Oh, maybe dance with your dates. I got to go to two different... YMCA. <laughs> I got to go to two different weddings this weekend, man. Or vacation. My vacation is going to be spent at weddings. Which absolutely sucks. Yeah. It's not something you ever want to do. No, if you go on vacation, you want to relax. And... I yeah I'm I'm excited to go see Lefty and everything, but we don't have enough time. We're taking off to go there to actually relax. I mean, we're gonna show up there, pick up our tuxes, do the uh, rehearsal thing, and uh, have the wedding basically, and then come back home. There's no there's gonna be no relaxing time involved. No, you're right. That's essentially what's gonna be going on. Maria in the 352. What's up, Marie? Yes. Hey. Um, well, this is Maria, and I have the monster-in-law story who commandeered my wedding. She changed the cake, um, the design, and the color. She uh, changed the music. She brought in a DJ, and we had our wedding in this nice, elegant little mini-mansion thing, and it was set back in the woods, real picturesque and elegant. Um, she brought in a DJ that was this big, fat slob with an Elvis mm-hmm. costume, and oh. he put Elvis signs all over the place, and only insisted on playing music from the 40s and 50s. Oh. Oh, so not even something you wanted. So basically, it turned into her wedding. <laughs> Here, I can I can top that though. Uh, Mullet Joe used to do wedding uh, DJing. Of course. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> now, reset. Who Mullet Joe is? Mullet Joe is my mother's ex-boyfriend for like 10 years. And for money on the side, he had all this equipment, and he used to do wedding DJing and, like, uh, school dances and that kind of stuff. Always a disaster. He never had someone, you know, come back and say, wow, that was great. Uh, I only went to one of his things, and it was my friend's wedding, and they needed a really cheap DJ. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mullet Joe do it. He'll do it for, like, 100 bucks. Uh-huh. So Mullet Joe came out and did it, and at the end... 
he, well, for one thing, he's wearing like kind of uh, one of those uh, Brooks and Dunn kind of uh, you know red and black uh, dress shirts with a uh, with one of those string ties. Bolo tie. Yes. <laughs> and at the end, he takes his hat off and says. All right, let's go out with some Enter Sandman. <laughs> hey, he starts backpacking. You're kidding. No, and I'm sitting there mortified. How old were you? Uh, I had to be 18, 19 at the time. It was one of my friend's weddings. Oh, man. Do you ever... Do you get, like, Mullet Joe's phone number or anything? No. I have no way of contacting that man. Your mom has to have it because your little brother... I bet I'm your little sure. brother has it. I'm sure. Dude, but this, and when he did it, he had one of those yeah. little strobe lights. Uh huh. He pointed it at him, took his hat off, it was head banging. You're kidding. <laughs> Featuring the mullet. Yeah, so the hair just going everywhere in the. <laughs> in the strobe light. <laughs> so for one night, he was David Mustaine? Yeah. Oh, sweet Jesus. So that's one of those douche troll moments. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Phil on the 386. What's up, Phil? What's going on, guys? Scott. Hey, look, my brother-in-law, they did the whole wedding ceremony and everything, and then the preacher man says, uh, you know, you can now turn around and, you know, walk down the aisle or whatever. So he walks behind the altar, and the preacher put this ball and chain on his ankle and they, then my oh. brother-in-law swallowed the key, uh, swallowed the key and walked off. It's oh. crazy as hell. All right, give him a prize because not only is that insane, it's like the whole ball and chain thing. Mm-hmm. You're and then, still in front of the preacher. And then he takes it and swallows it. So you got to run around with that and people probably, you know, it's funny at first and it's like, oh, wait a second, are you going to have to, you're going to have to use get rid of that as waste before I can get this off mm. and really actually just ruin my honeymoon? War and Peace in the uh, 786. What's up, War and Peace? Hey, hey guys, how you doing tonight? Good, buddy. Yeah, yeah fan- fantastic show Friday night, man. I was cracking up all four hours. Oh, it thank was you. Great. Thank you, brother. That was cool. Hey, uh, I got a story that um, we missed this guy's wedding up in you know, up in D.C., a very high-end wedding. Very, The guy was a successful businessman, and mm. we were all kind of in the inner circle. And we screwed with the wedding so bad that he cut us out, man. We don't even talk to him anymore. What would you do it, to him? Well, uh, it, it was high-end. We were at the big cathedral in D.C., and, mm. and we took we took the girl's shoes, and we wrote on the bottom of his shoe on a, the bottom of her shoes. His thing is big, oh. and when they and when they knelt down, and we put like race car stickers and stuff like that on the bottom of his shoes, and when they knelt down at the altar to uh, to get to exchange the rings, uh, the, the the bride's mother just about slipped out on the on the front pew of the church. Uh, you know she what? was just spazzing. I give him a prize. That's fantastic. Just because he got cut out of the inner circle, he never talks to the guy again, and. Um, essentially, he works in a uh, a curse word into the wedding on the bottom of her shoe. What an animal. Seriously. We give him a prize for that? Yes. I feel uh, shame now. Anti-Matt in the 407. Man, how come every damn wedding some corny bastard got to break out the, the uh... God, uh, the limbo stick. <laughs> yeah. You forgot what it was called? Yeah, I forgot what I was going to say, man. Oh, that's all right. That's how all right. low can you go? 
Yeah, Limbo Stick isn't ever any fun. Right? Jacobs! <laughs> you right now? I don't understand what I did. You put that together, man. I had to. He wanted me to. You didn't have to. Of course I did. He's our best friend. If it's his wedding, he wants some stupid uh, if I show open for it. If I asked for that, I would hope you'd talk some sense into me. No. Except, hey, Mo. Except uh, I'm sure for yours, we'd have a little Clay Aiken. Mm -hmm. Well, it'd be a, there'd be a Claymate theme. Or maybe you take it back to your uh, stepdad, uh, stepdad roots and then our Sandman. <laughs> I'd have him there DJing. All right, let's go out some air sand, man. Congratulations. Jacobs! You can't tell me that's not going to be a lot of fun. You and me walking out to that with some hot chicks. I'm going to want to punch that girl in the face. I say you do. I will. Just out of anger. I don't think you'll be somebody. <laughs> you know what happens when you I dare me. Someone gets punched. It's usually a woman. I say you do come up with a gimmick for when we have to walk out. I was an idiot. Do the gun thing, or I'm just do a nice like wrestling ent entry move. Get the kendo stick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Do the Ray Lewis. Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> if you can figure out that black frat dance that it is, I'll practice with you. Okay. How does it go? I don't know. He does some. I don't... Yeah. Alright, Matt does it really well, the Ray Lewis dance that T.O. now does too. I dare you. Hold on, I want you to practice it. Will you practice it for a second? Yeah, you gotta do Who Let the Dogs Out. Isn't that what he does it too? I don't think he does it to Who Let the Dog Who Let the Dog. No, I thought that was the uh, the uh, Ravens song. No, that's no. That's I thought they owned the rights to that. No, it's just. Uh, are there any dogs in this house? That's their their ah. chant in the beginning of the thing. That's not to any song. Let's see if I can do this. Alright, hold on. Not to this though. Let's actually do it like it's real. Is our buddy is is our buddy Lefty? It's his okay. wedding. This is his imaging, his show imaging that we're gonna have to uh, walk out to. You have to pick the grass too. Yeah. Pick the fruit. All right, here we go. Dubs, hold on. <laughs> wait, wait till you're announced. Okay. Dubs doing the Ray Lewis dance. Jennifer. And from Fowlerville, Michigan. There it is. Justin Jacobs. Justin. Justin. <laughs> Jacobs. You're such a douche. You can't dance. Why I can't. I can't. I've never. May I'll, may I'll just bag the groceries. Cause I know I do that. Play it back again. All right, hold the on. Truffle shuffle. All right, let's do it again. Hold on. Here we go. Alright, this time's gonna be out uh, back in groceries. Ladies and gentlemen, please step up and welcome to the bridal party into the room. First, Jennifer and from Fowlerville, Michigan. <laughs> you have to. Johnson. Or maybe fishing? You have to. I'll do one of them. What about the lasso? I don't know what I'll do. I say you do the Ray Lewis thing. The Ray Lewis or the uh, digging a grave? <laughs> then you pull the body into the grave and you walk. Yeah. I don't know what. I say if, 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 if that chick really is as straight-laced as uh, Lefty says she is, you got to pull some sort of a gimmick. Grab her crotch. You could. Bowling ball. What? <laughs> <laughs> Strike! 
30. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Starting hour four, Dubs. Yes. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Flying by tonight. 407-916-1041. I am out of it. Why is that? After the uh, midget wrestling hour, that was just exhausting. And after uh, Lefty and breaking his heart. Do you know, essentially, tonight we've only talked about three things? Yes. <laughs> Each hour has been basically dedicated to one thing. I love it, though. Yeah. I mean, it's not like we were trying to drag stuff out. We have so much we wanted to get to. You know, it's not like, hey, we need to drag this out as long as possible. No, it just ended up that way. There's a ton of stuff we haven't even begun to hit yet. Um, Yeah, midget wrestling. and that, It's not even midget. It's extreme midget wrestling steel cage match. Sun on the beach. Monday, August 7th, the Hideout Broadcast Live. Appearances uh, by Russ Rollins and Dirty Jim from the Monsters in the Morning. And um, Get your tickets now. Pay-per-view. Yeah, this is going to be filmed for pay-per-view uh, all over the country. All the details are on hideoutheretics.net. Just go there, get the details. The phone number there is to uh, to order the tickets, so make sure you just get the tickets early to make sure you get in. Um, but this thing is going to be insane. It... it they use, if you've uh, heard the hour, mm-hmm. then you know it's not... They use all kinds of weapons on each other. In fact, they're giving away prizes. If you go to myspace.com slash SOB after dark, they're going to give out a prize to the people who come up with the best items for the midgets to use to fight each other. What's one of the uh, prizes? One of the midgets as like a cleaning slave? I guess. <laughs> a helper monkey. Yes. <laughs> He's throwing Don't the bag. racist. Right. Um, hideoutheretics.net, fullblownaids.com, realradio.com. FM. I want to see them fight with poop. <laughs> I, you know what? You say that. I, I don't know why you say, but I would not be. It would not be out of the realm of possibility. Mm-mm. Hold on, Debs. I know you want to play something else. I hit uh, him with a one-two combination, literally. <laughs> <laughs> I got something I want to play for you, Dubs. Yeah. And maybe this we can work this in to the um to the live broadcast. All right. The uh, sun on the beach. Extreme Wrestling. This, J-Dubs, is... It actually happened, I believe, in Michigan, or, or close to... Michigan. Detroit, Michigan. It's Chicken Poop Bingo. Um, They have this. Uh, they usually have the cow patty bingo everywhere. It's eight, uh, eight chickens stuffed into a cage, which is lined with numbered squares. Mm-hmm. It's a dollar per square... Winner takes all. Uh, actually, half. Um, here's the audio from it. Chicken poop bingo, bucket chance. Poops on your square, you get half the pot. Hi, I'm Scott Kirchgatter. I live in Anthony, Iowa, and this is our chicken poop fundraiser game for the Antonoto PTO. All their butts are hanging over mine. I guess I got stuck doing this because my wife was the organizer. Well, they've pooped seven times during this game. It's just nobody has that number. Um, we, we saw it done one time with cows. <laughs> we thought chickens might be a little easier. 19! Anybody got 19? We got a winner! She gets half the pot. Which was? Big money, big money. Two, three, four, five. Ten bucks was the pot. You are going to get Hold five... On. Is this a news story or just something he recorded? It was on, like, um, NPR or something. Okay. Yeah, and it's just a little montage put together. 
Well worth the investment. There you go. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, we've had three chickens get loose during the day, and that gets to be kind of harrowing, chasing them through all the bites and everything. That's just free will donation if you want your picture taken with the chicken. <laughs> this is a buck a square. Lands on the square, you get half the pot. Did you hear that? What? I tooted. Yes, I heard it. <laughs> Do you think there's a variation that we could come up with? Um, do Matt Bingo, where actually we draw it on his uh, back and we let the chickens go there. <laughs> That's somehow racist to me. Why? <laughs> oh, what? Chickens and black people, I can't combine them at all anymore? Hey, the chickens aren't fried. Aww. No, that's just wrong. Jesus, well, let's just come to the N word next time. No kidding, Christ! Okay. We're on the air. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, you know, facing him. He's not telling a story about the weekend. <laughs> um, I figure we could probably come up with something like this though, out at the uh, <clears throat> at the live broadcast for the midgets. How about midgets do it in the ring? We do squares in the ring, and midgets go walk around uh, after having some bran. Tarn Featherum. <laughs> uh, 407916. So I wanted to throw that one out there, J Dubs. They kind of walk like chickens already with those little short, stubby legs. Then, they, then we break their necks and fry them up afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dubs. Now, um, what is this that you wanted to play for us? Actually, this is given to me by Dan Man. He uh, comes in every once in a while for the open door and everything. Uh, he gave me some of these old 1950s, um, like, PSA-type uh, educational videos that they'd play for you in school. Uh, this one is called Boys Beware, and it's about being picked up as a young man by strangers. Okay. <clears throat> you got it up there? Yeah, here it goes. It's just taking it a second. All right. Boys, beware. Mm. It, it gets very odd. Produced with the cooperation of the Inglewood Police Department and Inglewood Unified School District. The Wood. Inglewood always up to no good. <laughs> Sacramento, where you at? <laughs> It's a boy walking into a building. Hi, Johnny. Where's the beeve? Where's Mrs. McGillicott? Oh, it's a police station. Okay, here I guess here comes a cop walking out. I love the old music. Yeah. This reminds you of a better time when everything was separated, mm -hmm. but equal. <laughs> I can feel safe drinking out of a water fountain. Williams. A police officer attached to the juvenile division. I'm on my way to Monroe Junior High School to talk to a group of young people. That looks innocent enough, doesn't it? Lots of young people hitchhike. Seems like a good way to get from one place to another. All right, hold on. It's three kids standing at a bus stop. Yes, with their thumbs out ready, for hitchhiking. Yeah, ready to hitchhike. But sometimes there are dangers involved that never meet the eye. Let's take the case of Jimmy Barnes. Jimmy played baseball all afternoon, and he didn't feel like walking home, so he decided to thumb a ride. Hey, who does that? 
Who decides, you know what, it's too much for me to walk after playing baseball, of all things? I've hitchhiked once, and I was, uh, like, 11. What? And uh, for some reason, I was spending the night over at my friend's house. He lived, like, six or seven miles away from me. Uh, him and his family wake up in the morning and say they're going to the Toledo Zoo, and uh, I can't come. What? So I'm Why? Like, I'm like, it's six in the morning. I can't call my mom. She won't wake up. And I go, well, uh, you can, I guess... Walk. How, how, come you, how come you weren't allowed to go with them? The parents were pricks. They were always, you know, like one of those just parents that were... So why did they let you stay the night if they knew they I don't know. That's the odd thing about it. I'm like, I wouldn't have stayed the night if I knew you guys were leaving at 6 in the morning to go to uh, Toledo. And they didn't offer you to stay the night? Uh, like, stay until your mom could come no. get you? So I, I started walking, and I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm hitchhiking. <laughs> did someone pick you up? Uh, yeah. Actually, someone did. Man or woman? Guy. What happened? Well, he's like, he told me, you should never do this again. It's very unsafe. But uh, he, I guess he knew my uncle and everything, and he just took me home. Oh, wow. I had no idea. All right. Didn't the guy say, um... I really like children. <laughs> wonder where I get my humor. Mm-hmm. All right, so he gets in the car. The hitchhiking kid does. This is called... He'd done it a hundred times before. He didn't think anything was unusual when the driver struck up a friendly conversation. All right, so Hideout Row Radio 104.1, and this is from a 50s video called Boys Beware. Yes, kind of just a safety tip for young men. In fact, he seemed like a real nice guy. He asked Jimmy if he played baseball in the park often. Jimmy told him they practiced three times a week and played a rival group on Friday afternoon. The stranger was a good listener, too. And it only seemed minutes before they pulled up in front of Jimmy's house. Now, do you think uh, that the people use their thumbs just to advertise that they do that? Maybe. Mm. Could be. When Jimmy got out, the stranger gave him a friendly pat. (laughs) That was kind of (laughs) creepy. Then he told him he'd see him again. It looks like Jack Nicholson, but bald, this guy does in the video. I think this guy shows up at open door. I think this is actually Demand. If <laughs> Demand had a mustache, oddly enough. As he always drove by the park on his way home. Uh oh! Now he wants to know his way home. All right, so that's not so bad. He got no. a ride home. Yeah, everything seems safe. Now he's back at the park with his ball. Sure the following day, when Jimmy finished playing ball, well, the man was there waiting. Mm-hmm. And now Jimmy gets into the car. Of course he does. It's another good ride home. I love xylophones. They stopped at a drive-in, and the stranger treated him to a Coke. During their conversation, he told several off-color jokes. But Jimmy had heard others before, and... Well, it made him feel big to so easily win the confidence of an older person. That, by by the way, I guess is how you lure youngins. Yeah. Is to make them feel older. Yes, and uh, give them that sugar water. They call it a Michigan pop. Now they're out fishing. Yes. The following Saturday, they went fishing together. By now, they were using first names. Ralph said it was more friendly. All right, so where are the parents? 
It's like the parents don't even exist because this guy's getting rides home, going out getting soda pops, and now he's going out on a Saturday afternoon fishing with them. It's just his friend. They're just good friends. Jimmy hadn't enjoyed himself so much in a long time. I bet. He gets to be a man. Then during lunch, Ralph showed him some pornographic pictures. <laughs> Jimmy knew he shouldn't be interested, but, well, he was curious. Uh-oh. What Jimmy didn't know was that Ralph was sick, a sickness that was not visible like smallpox, but no less dangerous and contagious, Uh-oh. a sickness of the mind. You see, Ralph was a homosexual. <laughs> oh, my God! Oh, my God! A sickness of the mind. Are you kidding? <laughs> Didn't see that one coming. <laughs> uh, maybe a little syphilis, maybe a little gonorrhea. No, it's a sickness of the mind. They call it homosexuality. Oh, I gotta hear that again. Uh, I apologize. <laughs> Jimmy hadn't enjoyed himself so much in a long time. Then during lunch, Ralph showed him some pornographic pictures. Jimmy knew he shouldn't be interested, but well, he was curious. What Jimmy didn't know was that Ralph was sick, a sickness that was not visible like smallpox, but no less dangerous and contagious, a sickness of the mind. You see, Ralph was a homosexual, a person who demands an intimate relationship with members of their own sex. But by now, Jimmy felt a fondness for Ralph, and they continued to go places together. After only three dates? Yes. Two car rides home, a soda pop, and fishing. Young men are easy. Wow. <laughs> Dubs, you coming down with something? Huh? Seems sick to me. That's a sickness you can't see. A little pale. Mm. Mm. I like some pornographic pictures. Now they're at Pup, Pup on a Benson and Hedges. He bought presents and even gave him money. But payments were expected in return. You see, Jimmy hadn't recognized Ralph's approach soon enough. When Ralph first asked Jimmy to go fishing alone, he should have discussed it with his parents or teacher. By the way, do kids even talk to their teachers? Has anyone ever talked to their teacher about something like this? If you don't have parents, I guess he may, but... Because that's the one they always tell you, talk to your parents, talk to a teacher, talk to a policeman. What if they're homosexual? Finally, Jimmy told his parents, and they reported it to the juvenile authorities. By the way, you didn't see it. You couldn't see it because it's the radio, but mm-hmm. in this uh, little uh, 50s video called Boys Beware, they just went up to uh, a motel room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ralph was arrested, and Jimmy was released on probation in the custody of his parents. Why was Jimmy on probation? Because he has a sickness. <laughs> no, and... he was the one that was molested. No, he got it. He caught it. Oh, yeah. He asked for it. But all homosexuals are not passive. What? Some resort to violence, as in the case of Mike Merrick. <laughs> Mike Merrick? I went to high school with him. <laughs> well, he's one of those violent homosexuals. Oh, wait, no, that's Shannon. Mm. And he had a tattoo of Taz. <laughs> Alright, so in this 50s video, they're just saying they're not even, there's no difference between homosexuals and pedophilia. Not at all. Or pedophiles. No, they're one and the same. In the 50s. Mm hmm. Oh, Jesus. In the heat of competition, no one noticed the man who sat and watched. <laughs> Make a and basket, white boys. Up, 
and the others left. Mike decided to stay and practice a little longer. Needs it. The stranger joined him. He was friendly and, well, it was better than playing alone. We need to work on your forearms. But after a few shots, Mike realized he had already over... Want to hit the rim? ...for stay this time. <laughs> suggested he better leave. The stranger told him if he'd like to stay longer, he'd be glad to drive him home when they finished. Sounded great to Mike. Careful not to bank Chance it. To play long. <laughs> I'm going to stab you with a pick and roll you up. <laughs> and get a ride home, too. Want to bang the boards? Oh, it's a little Latin kid. Yes, no one's gonna, no one's gonna care. <laughs> Don't you have shoes to be making, son? When they finished, the stranger told him he'd make a fine player someday if he got lots of practice. The companionship, the praise, the friendly attitude dispelled any misgivings Mike might have had about going with a stranger. He probably never realized until too late that he was riding in the shadow of death. <laughs> but sometime that evening. Mike Merritt created his life for a newspaper headline. Now, he taught him about basketball, right? Right. Did he teach him how to hang from the rim? <laughs> it's a hideout road radio 104.1. This is a 1950s video <laughs> called Boys Beware. And I guess it's just warning them of the homosexuals out there. Which are actually pedophiles, not homosexuals. Yeah. But uh, back in the 50s, I guess there wasn't a difference. Mm -mm. <laughs> a sickness he can't see. A sickness called homosexuality. Sounds like the announcer's sick. As Denny and Jerry got the papers ready for Jerry's afternoon delivery, they only casually noticed the two boys that raced Ooh, by. Jerry's got something to pickle. <laughs> and they didn't pay much attention to the car that drew up shortly afterwards until the man called them over. Hey, see, come here. <laughs> had two boys been by on bicycles? The boys nodded they had. Could they recognize them if they saw them again? Well, then he guessed he could. Then hop in, the man said. Those are stolen bikes. Without giving it another thought, Denny got in and the car sped away. Jerry watched. He'd been told many times, if a friend got in a car with a stranger to write down the license number. It didn't seem to apply, but, well, fortunately, he marked it down. All right, here's what's funny. Mm -hmm. Because you know how everyone's been attacking MySpace? This has been going on throughout the history of time. Yes. It's just as easy for some you know stranger to pull up at a car or at a park or anything than to find them online. It's been going on forever. That's I, why I, we always throw a fit about MySpace. It's not just MySpace. This is always going to happen. The pedophiles adapt, and they find new ways. Exactly, but you can't say it's just MySpace. No, it's the guys. And it's one in particular. Jesus! What? I really like children. When he delivered a paper to Denny's house, he asked his mother if they'd caught the boys that had stolen the bicycles. Denny hadn't returned, so he told her the story and gave her the paper with the license number. Mama looks worried. Being a careful parent, she decided to call the about. Jerry supplied the necessary information, and the stranger's car was quickly spotted. It was a good example of how important it is to always get the license number and description of any stranger who takes name. a young person off alone, no matter what they tell you.
Oh, he's busted. And they're pulling out Jimmy's body Public from the trunk. Public restrooms can often be a hangout for the homosexual. Uh-oh, let's rewind that a second. <laughs> Now's the next place to be afraid of. Once again, it's a 1950s video, so there's no distinction. It's a little dated. Yeah. Oops. This is what your parents grew up with, so I wonder why. Yeah, I, I wonder want, the hate where the hatred of uh, gays comes from. Yeah, I wonder why they don't want gays to get married. Public restrooms can often be a hangout for the homosexual. <laughs> his friends hadn't noticed the man who had been in the restroom when they changed, and as it was lady suggested, they take the shortcut under. He would la- he would later grow up to write a hit, Faith. <laughs> but the others preferred to and take come down the case of the queer home. flu. It's a mean little bug. Nothing that chicken soup can't cure. Get easy tea. <laughs> uh oh, one of the kids is walking away, and bathroom man is following him down the beach. <laughs> when Bobby recognized the stranger as the man in the restroom, just a tent. The shortcut under the pier didn't seem like a good idea at all. After all, it's more fun to stay with your friends anyway. Bobby had made a wise decision. It may have saved his life. The decision is always yours, and your whole future may depend on making the right one. So no matter where you meet a stranger, be careful if they are too friendly, if they try to win your confidence too quickly, and if they become overly personal. One never knows when the homosexual is about. <laughs> when someone has a case with a gay. Oh man! Oh man! Why? It's just so, just so uneducated. You know, know what I mean? Sissy hey, syndrome. Right. <laughs> oh. And if they become overly personal, what? one never knows when the homosexual is about. He may appear normal, and it may be too late when you discover he is mentally ill. Don't <laughs> with your group, and don't go off alone with strangers unless you have the permission of your parent or teacher. Not like me. So that's boys beware. If I'm going gay, I'm going all the way. Well, that is, uh... Terrific? Yeah, let's mark this down for the public file, J-Dubs. <laughs> yeah, we did, a, we did some good. Then during lunch, Ralph showed him some pornographic <laughs> pictures. Jimmy knew he shouldn't be interested, but, well, he was curious. What Jimmy didn't Jimmy know D? was that Ralph was sick. A sickness that was not visible like smallpox, Especially but no less sunglasses. dangerous and <laughs> contagious. A sickness of the mind. You see, Ralph was a homosexual. All right, hold on, did you hear that for two seconds? Let me go back. All right. Listen to what he says about the sickness. Like, we didn't know what the sickness was, and that's why we thought there's a chance it could be like a VD or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just listen to how he terms it, and then he drops the bombshell. I know we got Ralph showed him some pornographic pictures. Jimmy knew he shouldn't be interested, but, well, he was curious. <laughs> what Jimmy didn't know was that Ralph was sick. A sickness that was not visible like smallpox, but no less dangerous and contagious. A sickness of the mind. Contagious. You see, Ralph was a homosexual, a person who demands an intimate relationship with members of their own sex. No less contagious. Wow. All right, let's take a break. Come back. 
It's a hideout, Row Radio, 104.1. Remember, kids, eat your saltwater coffee and stay away from the homosexuals. Ovaltine, folks. <laughs> Where are those originals? <laughs> Not brought to you by homosexuals. Ralph showed him some pornographic pictures. Jimmy knew he shouldn't be interested, but, well, he was curious. What Jimmy didn't know was that Ralph was sick. A sickness that was not visible like smallpox, but no less dangerous and contagious. A sickness of the mind. You see, Ralph was a homosexual, a person who demands an intimate relationship with members of their own sex. <laughs> so, hi, now, Row Radio 104.1. Hour four on this Monday night. Wonderful. Uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, FM. Uh, Hideoutheretics.net for the details on the cage match midget wrestling that we announced during the 8 o'clock hour, and also fullblownaids.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, less than a week into the hideout. Speaking of the Com- video. Com- <laughs> completely unrelated. Um, Dubs, we've had so little time to talk to the people. Uh, we've been busy with um, retards. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of uh, uh, just, time to fit in some of these stories. Matt just summed up the night. We started the show with retards, then we moved on to Midget Extreme Wrestling, then we had our buddy Lefty's wedding and his imaging, and now the homosexual flu. <laughs> um, man, oh man. So if you guys have anything you want to chat about, anything from the weekend, 407-916-1041, I got a headache. I am, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm wiped, dude. Yeah. I am like, I'm exhausted. Absinthe coma in the 407. What do you got, bro? Well, uh, two quick things. Uh, first of all, doesn't it seem interesting that the government and the, the, government and the media kind of uh, create these villains for us to be afraid mm-hmm. of when sometimes you wonder if they're trying to disguise the fact that the government and the media are the villains? Yeah, uh, that, that was the interesting thing about it is that it was put out, again, it's the 50s, so you got to wonder... Like, how smart they were? Like, when did the term pedophile come around? You know, how long has that been out there? And how it was just termed one and the same, homosexuals and pedophiles. And then, too, you got to think now of the current, like, older generations and why they're so anti, you know, gay marriage, this, that, and the other. This is what they grew up with. You know, this well, is what they think's running around out there. Mm-hmm. When it's really, you know, that's not it. You know, you just got to question these things. But the second thing I wanted to say is, wouldn't it be easier for all of us if an oboe and a bassoon really did start to play when someone with this illness came around? <laughs> that is true. You would just know. <laughs> Sub-Zero the 321. Sub-Zero. What's up, bro? Hey, what's up? Go ahead, buddy. Um, I was just wondering, you guys were laughing at the homosexual thing? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you laughing at? Uh, what do you mean, what were we laughing at? How stupid and absurd it was. You mean, like, like homosexuals aren't, like, crazy? <laughs> no, they're not Sub-Zero. Uh, are you not? Huh? Why aren't they? W- what do you mean? Well, I mean, homosexually, I mean, is that really a... I mean, is it normal to be homosexual? Uh, but it depends on your standard of normal. 
Um, people are wired differently. And if you think that uh, homosexuality is a uh, is a disease that is contagious. Oh no, I don't think it's that. That's just retarded. <laughs> All right, that's what's retarded. Sub zero, you're playing zero. Caution, retards in area. <laughs> just wondering where we were going there. <sighs> oh boy, oh boy, J Dubs. So, uh, that's that, my friend. Uh, what do we got for tomorrow's 50s episode? Uh, tomorrow I have one, uh, called, uh, I think it's, uh, Be Sure or Just Be Sure. And it's about syphilis killing babies. <laughs> what? Yeah. What is it? Um, hold on a second. Let me see. There's this one. Are you. Are you popular? What's that one? Are you popular is just basically a uh, guide on how to be popular, not how to be a slut. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that sounds good. We can go with a little bit of that right now if you want to. Nah, I feel like we should. Oops. I feel like we should hit some other stuff tonight. Ziddy Dugan in the 407. Yeah, y'all better stay away from Drew Garabo. You might catch a lot of his little fag. All right. All right. That was unnecessary. Yeah. Came a little bit too far. <laughs> I don't really like the guy, and I think he's a hack, but there was no real reason for that. Mm-mm. That wasn't funny. just more angry. Yeah. yeah. I laughed, though. <laughs> well, Sub-Zero. <laughs> Sub-Zero, you're back in the hideout. I just... Yeah. Yeah, I, just, I was just saying that the fact that they thought it was a disease was... Aww. That's not nice. His phone keeps crapping out. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Call back, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry, Sub Zero. Not right already. Wasn't aware. <laughs> I didn't do anything to you. Fatality. Smoke. <laughs> do you Your realize that mine. ever since um, our buddies from Sun on the Beach and Wild Bill came in, we've just been loopy? Yeah. <laughs> Well, we, there was some kind of energy that came in and out of this room. We weren't even drinking, Mm-mm. and I feel hungover, <laughs> which is the really odd part. Uh, Tommy, what's this that you found with um, Paris Hilton? I saw this clip on TV, and then I went to the website, and I looked at it, and it's just report. I don't know if he's a reporter or what, but he's from what is it, like, TWZ or something like that, mm-hmm. .com, and... He went up to Paris Hilton and says, a lot of people post on this website really bad things about you, and then mm. lists a few of the things off right to her face says, how does that make you feel? It's pretty good, Dubs. Um, hold on, let me let me find it really quickly. I've got it over here. And I'll, all right, here we go. Oh, hold on one second. We have uh, Scorpion. <laughs> Scorpion. <laughs> what do you got? Yes. <laughs> that video was produced by Hooch. Get over here! Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit of the uh, Mortal Kombat humor. Toasty! Oh. You've chosen Raiden. <laughs> You've chosen Sweat. It's official. You suck. You've chosen Stitch. Johnny Cage. <laughs> Alright, Dubs, here's this. Check this out. I guess the... Um, uh, we'll, we'll play it all in order. Okay. If you want to. Uh, this at first is the, um, I guess, TMZ.com ambushes Paris Hilton, mm-hmm. asking her about the negative comments. All right. Paris, I wanted to ask you about the comments on TMZ, which have been just incredibly harsh toward you in many cases. 
and I'm just wondering how you react to that. You know, I didn't read any of those till recently, and um, they're just very hurtful. I just don't know how people who don't even know me can just come up with such mean and sadistic things. Like reading them, it just hurts my feelings that people can say things like that about me or my family when they don't even know me. It just it, it hurts that you know the media is maybe into sort of this like punching bag or cartoon character, and they think that I don't have any feelings and. You know, it, it hurts like anyone else. If this was written about anyone, it would hurt. You're a whore. Admit it. Admit you're a big whore. Go ahead. Uh, is there anything especially hurtful that you've read, Paris? That's the next. Is one. there anything in particular that's painful that you read? Just people making threats in my life and just, <laughs> uh, just saying like mean things about me or my sister and I don't know, just things I don't even know people could think up of. <laughs> All right, now here he actually reads off Okay, some of the mean things. Beautiful. Yeah. I actually have three things that are in some ways indicative of some of these things. And I just, if may I read them? Because this is what's on our website. And I'm just wondering how you react. Paris is just an oversized human condom. Paris is like a fart in a mitten. You know it's there. You can't stand it but you can't get rid of it. Would you please drop over dead or commit suicide, you damn slut? That really hurts my feelings, especially the fact that I'm judged because of something that an ex-boyfriend did to me. I'm not a slut at all. I've only had a few boyfriends, and I don't even do anything with anyone. It's just media making stuff up. When people say that, they don't know me. I am far less promiscuous than any of my friends, so... Is that is that not classic? That's awesome. Can you replay that party? Hold yeah. on, we have a comment from uh, Ryu. Three, two, one. Ryu. What is, what is it? Ryukin. I actually have three things that are in some ways indicative of some of these things. And I just, if, may I read them? Because this is what's on our website. And I'm just wondering how you react. Paris is just an oversized human condom. Paris is like a fart in a mitten. You know it's there, you can't stand it. But you can't get rid of it. Would you please drop over dead or commit suicide, you damn slut? You know, that really hurts my feelings, especially the fact that I'm judged because of something that... All right, so there's that. You're a fart in a mitten. I I, I like the oversized human condom. That's actually a pretty good one. Yeah. I'd never heard that one before. But the fart in a mitten is kind of... uh, I like the detail of it. The pe- message board people are just evil. I love it. Hideoutheretics.net, fullblownaids.com. Years, years ago, I would go to amihot.com and just read the things people would write under there and just laugh for hours. Guile in the 407. Sonic Boom! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Stall Mortal Kombat for you. I hear, um... <laughs> Here's the final one. You know, you're you're so always, you know, you're out in public, you're striking poses. On the human side, does this stuff 
make you cry? Does it, it does it upset you to the point where you just lose it? Yeah, when I read some stuff that makes me cry, it makes me sad. But I just have to be strong in public. I'm not gonna let it affect me. You know, I think anyone it would hurt. So she didn't want it to affect her. Okay. Oh, well. No, it was fine. Yeah, she didn't want it to affect her. Uh, I was still laughing over the sonic boom. <laughs> We've gone retarded. Uh, <laughs> I told you we were giggling, right? All that. Easy uh, to please. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, last break. Take a break. All right, we'll yeah. take a break. We'll come back. Wrap up this uh, Monday night in the hideout. Real right. right. Hold on. Yeah. Shang Soon in the fourth Your soul is mine. It's a hideout. <laughs> it's a hideout. Rural Radio 104.1. Back in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. I am a high fan. That is 1041 star one zero four one. I'm a singular wireless phone. Can't believe you sent away for voice work, Dubs. It didn't even include me. Um, I'm on hideoutheretics.net right now. Official Extreme Midget Wrestling Thread. And, Dubs, this is um, just looking really, really cool. It's going to be at uh, Sun on the Beach, mm-hmm. Old Town Kissimmee. Tickets are only 15 bucks. 407-719-3610. Russ and Dirty Jim from the Monster is going to be there. All the details right there on hideoutheretics.net. Probably the greatest live broadcast ever for the hideout. Yeah, it's going to be the greatest time out there. Get out there, uh, get your tickets early. I see that uh, Carly mm-hmm. on the board, who has the eyes of Matt Albert, mm-hmm. has just Ooh. said... Happen. She is so there. <laughs> nice. And I'd also like to welcome the latest member, uh, Beer Chick, who um, I guess has a thing for our very own Wild Bill from Sales. Ooh. Can we have two midgets wrestle Carly's, Carly's ass? Um, <laughs> probably would be fun. I want to see Mr. Can we hire Mr. T? I really want to see him fight like four midgets at the same time. I don't know why. Here's something we probably pro- can uh, hire. Johnny Cage in the 407. <laughs> yes. Hey, guys, I don't want to fight. I just want to do a friendship. Here's my autograph. <laughs> friendship. <laughs> oh, boy. Didn't have Sega happen? <laughs> Is that Mortal Kombat or yes. Street Fighter or no, what? There's been a, a smorgasbord of different ones, but most of them have been uh, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I thought that Sub-Zero was uh, Running Man. Was. Yeah, oh. both. It was in both? Yeah. Uh, they did Sub-Zero and Running Man, and they did Sub-Zero and Mortal Kombat. Oh, wow. And Sub-Zero and uh, Running Man was, uh, like, the Chinese fat guy. Hmm. All right, Debs, I want to introduce some people to some uh, new drops that we have here in the hideout. Okay. We have these neat little machines that can play things really quickly. Like, rate me once, shame on you. Rate me twice, shame on me. We've got this now. Stop it. I love that one. Yeah, it's my favorite. Best one. We've got... Caution. Retards in area. <laughs> That's actually from a news story we started the show with. Ooh, here's another one. Chung Lee in the 407. <laughs> <laughs> Make it through a body. Hold it together. Wait, wait, wait. 
<laughs> All right. Come on, man. <laughs> Two carabos of... Oh, <laughs> um, here's another one. You know, we were talking last week about how the new... There's now hetero bashing. Yes. And the new phrase... Breeder. I pulled this from It's Always uh, Sunny in Philadelphia. Get lost, breeder. So that's one of my fun ones. Ooh, can I play my new one? Yes, I have it too, but go ahead. This is one for chunks and whenever his stories go way too long. Or even if... And if you're a caller and you hear this... Yeah, wrap it up. Better hurry. I want to get some leg warmers on and do some stair-stepping. <laughs> like Jamie Lee Curtis. It's a little long one, but... But so are the stories. It'll usually be followed up with this. Cut that bitch out! Next call! I got the Brokeback theme at my fingertips, Stubbs. Ooh, look at you, bucko. Yeah. Slug uh, in the 407. Hey, Mo. Slug. Sub-Zero. We're like plane zero. <laughs> Thank Sub-Zero you. Sub-Zero now. Plane zero. I also pulled this one, too. The following is rated M-A-L. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. Discretion advised. Not so much funny, but mm-hmm. just uh, the occasional disclaimer. I, um... I want to start using this. Let's say we have two different stories, but we don't know how we're going to transition it. One of them never ending. Then we hit this. And then just segue into our new story. The uh, theme music from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Best show ever. I tell you what, I love it. Yeah, it is a great one. Number one on my top 20 list. Deserves to be there. You can't pick all the... <laughs> What's what? the list of? What? All the doctors I'm going to kill. That's <laughs> too crossed out. Exactly. Um, so anyway, I just wanted to uh, familiarize. Occasionally we should do it. Another thing, Doves, that I also want to teach people, too, is the hideout 40-hour rule. This actually came up after the open door when we went over to the Yale house. And, again, it's so funny because all of the new hardcore heretics... And they're, they're so free-willing and ready to admit this. They hated the show at first. Of course they did. Absol- We're a couple sons of bitches. Yeah, absolutely hated the show, wanted us to die. Mm-hmm. Then for some reason, they heard something, oh, all right. And then eventually, after 40 hours of listening, they love us, participate in everything, and can't get enough. <laughs> here's and so here's it, the reason why people don't, people don't like us at first, because we don't fake stuff. We yeah. don't go around and, uh, uh-oh, there's a horse in the studio. <laughs> right. Believe me. We're not here to try to, you know. Fool you. Exactly. Where, Where is, is the horse? It was right in the studio. He didn't see it. Wow, it's crazy. Did you hear the oh, horse? Dude, we should talk about this at, a, at another time. Hmm. One of the people who brought that up was uh, Herichick Drunkatron, who's mm. quickly becoming one of my favorite people. Very yeah. chatty. Yeah, she's... Yeah. Uh, but you know what? Normally she would be really annoying or something, but for some reason it's it's charming. It's endearing. I get kind of... Because of her uh, boyfriend putting her down afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, dude, that's always awesome. So we're out at the uh, after the open door, and Celina's right there. And so Simpra Bry, Drunkatron's boyfriend... <laughs> starts letting out their sex habits and how they love to talk trash to each other. 
And Drunkatron's quote is, you can't blank this blank. <laughs> like, she yells it at him while they're spitting in each other's faces. Hot. Um, I can't even use uh, letters anymore, but... Yeah, I, I think you get the idea. Do a little Mad Libs with, you mm. can't blank this blank. And I'm telling you, dude, that took her up a notch. Rub and weasel. <laughs> that's what I'm putting in the uh, Mad Libs. That's not it. <laughs> you can't rub this weasel? That's not it. But that's another one. Uh, I guess Simper, Bri- Simper Bride liked the show first because he heard one of the mixtapes with uh, Fairy Lady. Mm. Made his chick listen to it. She hated it. Now she's addicted so much, she's coming out to everything, even without him. Wonderful. So, hideout 40-hour rule. Right in the 407. Quick question. If that midget match was a death match, would that mean that the loser has to bang Hooch? <laughs> oh, boy. Why even put that in there? I'd get lost. I was an idiot. I was an idiot. So dirty. So, anyway, J-Dub, is mm-hmm. stuff to... What, her uh, stomach folds? Her crevices? Crevasse. <laughs> oh. <laughs> By the way, uh, thank you to the man who's uh, quickly becoming um, the new heretic um, remote producer. Yeah. He has put up Boys Beware. Oh, the video? On Hideout Heretics. Nice. Dot net. I believe it is under Images and Media. Good. So you can see those pesky homosexuals. You can watch the video and laugh along <laughs> or cry depending on where you fall on the issue. Um, biting like mosquitoes. Yeah, Boys Beware videos up right now under Images and Media on HideoutHeretics.net. And we'll have more videos coming up really soon. So, I've got some humdingers. Yeah. Wow, Dubs, that was Monday. Yeah. I don't, the show is so good, I don't think we have to show up for the rest of the week. Nope. We're just going to go ahead and uh, skip out. All right, here's some of the stuff we didn't get to. Hey, bro. <laughs> Um, everything. Yeah. Football player assaulted by teammates. The con ed workers. I got video, audio and video of all this. Con ed workers in New York sleeping on the job. Um, Five risky uh, sex locations. Damn it. And I'll tell you what. I am shocked at number one. I figured it'd be on a bunch of uh, Magic Johnson scabs. I figured that'd be the riskiest place. Or use needles. Shock job. <laughs> Drunk wins bet, loses penis. Um, and the Oscar goes to top bidder. Where Orlando rates for jobs. Lightning strike, Playboy struggling. I mean, just all this stuff we didn't even begin to get to. So anyway, we will uh, hit you up with that tomorrow. Wonderful. Um, wake up with the monsters in the morning. Monsters will be with us at the extreme. Midget cage match wrestling out at uh, Sun on the Beach. All the details on hideoutheretics.net. Uh, Check out our buddies over at fullblownaids.com. Sign up for that one. Mm-hmm. Discuss the show. There's a lot of new people over there that could really use your help on filling them in. On uh, realradio.fm as well. Uh, but it's Monsters in the Morning, Shannon Burt, Middays, Phillips, Finally Afternoon. We're the hideout. We're back at 7. Be somebody, always talk good. God bless King Dude. But don't be ashamed to entertain listening to the hideout on Road Radio 104.1. Question everything, it's stay classy. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. Beat it.
J-Dubs. You feel so good. Oh, Tony. Radio Roadblock. Caution. Retards in area. Rape me once, shame on you. Rape me twice, shame on me. I'm a transvestite. I'm a transvestite. No! No! following is rated M-A-L. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. Discretion advised. Get lost, breeder. Five thousand.